A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting in with Logovin. Captain Kirk Waltz and Chris Wayne is back in the studio. Crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are we, we we are live. Crying and whining. Hey, <laughs> at, at, at Fish Bites Trading Post, which what a cool spot, man. Yeah, it is. This is this is awesome. We're sitting out here underneath the big oak trees. Yeah. It, is this the first time you've been here, Jeff? Uh, yeah. I actually, uh, a couple weeks ago, was right next door at the restaurant, the St. Augustine Fish House and Oyster Club, Yep, mm. which has, by the way, really good food, which is, uh, by the way, all this is off of, it's in St. Augustine, off of Nick's NIX Boatyard Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off of US-1. Which is, uh, <clears throat> I guess the easiest way to describe it is that if the, there's it's, a it, Home Depot. No, let me, let, me, let me give you the easiest way to describe it. Please do. It's literally the street across from Moe's. Moe's. Welcome to Moe's, <laughs> Southwest I mean, literally, Drill. if you went down this street, you'd run into Moe's. Yeah. It's right there. So That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So if you see Moe's, Southwest Grill, take a left. And uh, we're right next to Home Depot. Yep. So if you get you see Home Depot, which is a little right. bit bigger than you're, you're there. Moe's. I mean, you yep. can't you know, you keep, right. yeah. keep yeah. driving around. You're going right. to find it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Come see us. They got they got all kinds of things going on. They got seminars. They got sales going on here at the Fish Bites Trading Post. Uh, so a lot of activity going on. I can tell you, uh, I just got done talking to Marty a little bit ago. And when I walked in, I was like stepping over yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of this stuff. You yeah, know? I was under the indication that they had just opened. And he goes, no, no, we have a giant tent sale. Yes, yeah. they, I mean, they've got stuff that they're going to be carrying out to this tent sale that Kirk's mm-hmm. talking about going on today. And uh, so, look, look if, you, if, you, if you're not going to be out fishing in this 30-mile-an-hour winds, mm-hmm. okay, you might want to come down here and check out some of the sale items under the tent. Typical April, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. It's just so. It comes it just, in like a lamb and goes out like a lion. It's bro, just it, unbelievable. It, it Good is, Lord. It, it has been a tough week, man. Well, let's let's go ahead and do a weather yep, let's, because it's ridiculous. Uh, weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig. The best barbecue in Jacksonville. Hands down. Not even close. Uh, here's the synopsis. Uh, high pressure building southeastward from 
Canada will wedge down the southeastern seaboard today, keeping the breezy easterly winds and elevated seas in place. Oh, lovely. Well, this is great. Uh, yeah. This is lovely. Uh, seas will remain at small craft advisory levels over the offshore water south of St. Augustine through late tonight. High pressure will then weaken as it shifts southward off the southeastern seaboard. What does all that mean? Da, 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 da. It means windy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Easterly wind. East More winds, wind fifteen that, to that, twenty that, knots. That, that means you know. That means I mean, screw you, charter captains. Uh, That's yeah. what <laughs> you're not going out offshore. Yeah. Uh, seas four to six feet. Oh. eight oh. seconds on the interval, oh. and uh, choppy on the intercoastal. Uh, tonight, southeast winds fifteen oh. to twenty knots. Oh, lovely. Tomorrow, east southeast winds around fifteen knots. Seas four to five feet. Eight seconds on the interval. Monday, east southeast winds five to ten knots, increasing to ten to fifteen in the afternoon. Tuesday, south winds 5 to 10. There we go. Calming down a little bit. Becoming southeast 10 to 15 knots in the afternoon. Wednesday, north winds around 15 knots becoming northeast in the afternoon. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And so uh, for the the inland stuff, uh, this this is crazy, okay? Yeah. And this is your inland report. Okay, because knots and miles per hour are a little bit different, okay? Highs in the upper 70s today. East winds 15 to 20 with gusts to 30. Yes, gusts to 30. Nice. Really? Yes, sir. When is that? Today. Oh, (laughs) I'm glad I'm not fishing. Uh, Sunday, tomorrow, highs in the upper 70s. East winds 10 to 15 with gusts to 25. This is inland, Okay. Uh, Lovely. Monday, sunny high in the lower 80s, east winds 5 to 10. Tuesday, lows in the mid-60s, highs in the mid-80s. The the one thing, at some point, we need to have, especially in in Georgia, Kevin, we need a little bit of rain. Yeah. We we don't need it where we are. No, we don't need a ton. Fargo is major wet. Yeah. Wet and wet on top of more wet. Yeah, Yeah. I was... was, uh, Quite surprised, uh, turkey hunted um, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Quite surprised at the... Uh, uh, did you go after the one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the only one I have, to be honest with you. Really? Now. Yeah. My turkeys have voided. Wow. Um, and, but uh, and the interesting thing is, I re- remember I talked about the guy with the predator call yeah. last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard him again oh, no. th- this week. And so I, I, I really think it screwed up the birds. Oh, oh no I, doubt. I, yeah. I bet it did. Yeah, because they don't like he that. Didn't, he didn't shut it off. What is he doing? Why is he leaving it on? I, I he it. Trying I to think shoot a coyote. He thinks that that's yeah. That that's how you what you're supposed to do. So do you know the guy? No, I have no idea who it is. Huh? And and the crazy thing is that I have text my neighbors. Yeah. From kind of that area, yeah. they don't know who he is. They don't know who it is. That's really, weird. yeah, it's really strange. Can you have you ever seen the guy? Like physically no. seen him? No, uh-uh. I think I, I'd I, have to sneak because I'm not. I'm not going near that predator call. Yeah. Oh, you you know what I mean? Well, I mean, which whose property is it on? The uh, other side of the of the power line. I got you. You, you, you don't know who owns. Yeah, I'm not even stepping out on the power line. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because dude's probably got a rifle sitting there. I'm assuming. Um. So. You know, I, 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 like I said, I on on uh, honestly. So you heard it again. I heard it again on mm. on Monday morning again at seven fifteen. Same oh, same same, uh. same time as I did the, the, the last Monday. I wonder if he's doing that. It's I, like I, on a timer or something. Well, here's the deal. Last week it was the coyotes. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, th- this week it was the dead rabbit. 
Oh, squealing rabbit. Yeah, yeah squealing rabbit. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, it, you know. So, so it's it's. Um, He's uh, trying to get him a coyote or something. Uh, I, 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 I'm assuming. You know. Yeah. Well, why else would you do that? No other reason. No other reason yeah, I, I can yeah, think I mean, of, unless you don't want I people think, to turkey hunt. Yeah. Yeah, and and it, look, he didn't know I'm turkey hunting over there. I'm coming from a totally different direction. I don't put decoys out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he he, he has no idea that I'm I'm even there. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, so has it affected the bird? I, I well, s- s- Sunday morning was fun. Yeah, it would um, affect on, me. On on the roost of sitting <laughs> where, where I wanted to, that bird flew down the opposite way of me, gobbled two times, and at seven thirty it was uh, over, done. Dang! Now wow. the, the next morning, Monday, I woke up and it was pouring down raining at five thirty. Yeah, six mm. o'clock. Okay, yeah. good rain on Monday. Yep, and and so I waited until about. 7.30, I had a cup of coffee, just sat there, and, and, and the rain quit. I mean, like, quit. And I thought, man, at 7.30, these birds probably just flew down. Mm-hmm. He might be, like, wet and lonely, you know what I mean? And might be howling. It might, yeah. Ooh, where's my girl? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, and and I, was, I was fired up, man. I, I was mm-hmm. thinking so, you know, walked back to the power lines and, and got set up. And, man, I sat there for an hour, and I didn't hear nothing. I mean, nothing. Did you see anything? No. And 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 then on Tuesday morning was beautiful, um, and I hunted for an hour and a half up and down that power line. Never heard a turkey. Never saw Darn. a turkey. Wow. Darn. Yeah. And then and then you know you had a, a great hunt this week, and because I mean my thinking was is that they're done. They're pretty close. They're done, man. I mean, pretty uh, close. Yeah. I mean, I, I see tell a, what they're still going crazy on our property. I see a lot of single hens. Oh yeah. You know uh, when when I'm sitting on the porch or whatever uh, in the front of the property which is a great nesting area yeah mm-hmm. you know a place i burned two years ago and, mm-hmm. and i know what they're doing so i mean if they're already on the nest and stuff but you would think that if if he's still fired up you know he'd be lonely but it's it doesn't work that way big difference this week for me and that uh week before i was hearing you know, four or five different birds, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm, I'm talking, you know, sometimes off different in the distance. Yeah, I'm, hearing, yeah. I'm hearing four or five different birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I didn't. I heard I heard the one. Wow. And then I heard another one later on. Right. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't like it was uh, hot and heavy. Okay. You know, but I got the one. Right, you got uh, the uh, one. Uh, that's all that counts. If you get yeah. one, that's just money. Yeah. Yeah. So got uh, got some uh, a good story about that. Got a, a gear tip that's kind of based off of that. I love the gear tip. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I love the gear tip. I'm telling you. Um, well, before we go to break, do we need to go good. to Tides? No, wait. Yeah, let's, let's do a Tides report. Brought to you by Angie Subs. Uh, by the way, uh, went there this week. Uh-oh. I almost did. Did you take your lawyer? Uh, I need to. <laughs> because I'm still a little <laughs> off mentally, as Kevin will attest to yesterday. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not good. I, I went there, seriously, and uh, I saw on social media, Angie Subs is on social media, man. Did you guys know that? Ed Malin is like a social media guru. I, I, oh, he's, he, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not Big on social time. media. So I see this post that they've got this special. It's a, it's a pork loin and ham yep. with like an going. apple salad on top. And so I was like, you know. Sounds good. I might get one, get mm. one of them when I go there today because mm. I was planning on going. Mm. So I roll up in there and uh, I said, "You know what? I can't do it. I, can't I, do no, it. I said I got to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. I said I got to oh, do it okay. I, because you know I mean, I mean, what do I always do? I roll up in there and I get, 
the old, same old thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me a Dr. Bang Scrippy Crunchy right. uh, with uh, onion roll. <clears throat> That's why I got the, the special is outstanding. Cool. Yeah, outstanding. And I didn't get the French fries. Yeah. Oh. I got the uh, voodoo chips. Those are pretty time. good. He's only got like 50 varieties. Yeah, exactly. Those voodoo chips, though? That's the most variety of potato chips I've ever yeah, seen in too. a sub shop. Yeah. In Those my voodoo life. chips, ridiculous. All right, so uh, you got the tides, Kurt? I do. All right, what do you so got? So you got a, light, a low tide at 849 this morning, which, you know, with this wind pushing the way it is, it's not going to last long. It sure didn't last long yesterday. Yeah, no. And no. it flipped real quick. It, it did. It so we got a waxing moon. And it's still a little Should bit have a full. Moon, right? Yeah, but it's still. I mean, it's still full. It got a lot of full. And then you got a. You know, you got a high tide at 2:47 p.m. this afternoon, which I think is going to push up a little bit above normal. Yeah, with, us, with, this, with this east wind, wind yeah. God, it's been blowing yep. for what eight I days? Don't <laughs> I don't know. It's, I forget. I lost for count. a little while. You know, and, and, about to pull and, my and, hair out. We had this conversation on the uh, Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast Show. On Thursday, and I asked Scott, you know, because Jeff, April is a busy time for charter captains. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's a beautiful time of year. It's to kicking fish. of our season, it, exactly. It's, it's the kicking of our season. It, it, Kurt, let, let, let me ask you. I'm going to take this and give you the same question. In the last three years, let's just say that you've been booked, and and, and most of us are booked about twenty to twenty five days. Wow. Um, in April. Uh-huh. In the last three years, Kurt, tell me how many offshore trips do you think you've done in April? Five, maybe. Exactly. Maybe think, if you're lucky. Think about that, Jeff. I mean, it, it, you know. Thank you. Five. Five. He's done five trips in the last three years offshore in April. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we can't. You can't fish in April. That's just the way it is. And you know, I. I, I mean, for us. I, I, let me just say this yeah. real quick. The the water mm-hmm. is beautiful. Oh no! On the incoming the tide. Color. Yep. Is yep. Beautiful. I, well, oh, and there's bait yeah, everywhere. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, for, for us, most of the time, our eyes are like, okay, we'll go inshore. That's fine. You know, but think about you know, the endless summer and the Jody Lynn. Yeah, they oh. can't and, go. And, you know, the, the, the dolphin are all out there, and they. This is the time of year. They man, gotta be they, dying. They, they gotta be, man. I they saw are. a guy come in. It was, I think it was, it was Monday, and he pulled up to the ramp, and they had gone to the ledge. On Saturday or Sunday, I forgot what day they they went. Okay, they crushed the yellowfin. They, I mean, he must have thrown, just guessing, seven or eight carcasses in the water, mm. and looked like he had two hundred fifty three hundred pounds of tuna. Mm. Oh my gosh! I'm talking. He had them in garbage bags, and him and his wife or girlfriend were dragging these bags down the dock <laughs> because the carcasses were that big. Oh, wow. my god! They had already filleted them out, and they, and they were going to just dump them on the ramp. I said, no, 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 you gotta, those got to go off the end of the dock. Yeah, yeah. I said, it'll be stinking up here on the beach, and then i got to drag them out there. But I'm, they must have been on them hard. <sighs> good good for them. No, I, I, I mean, that's, that's always – But that's still, the time of year they do I, it. I know. I know. Uh, you know, April's always – if you remember, remember the one time that you and I were fishing the reef balls. Yeah. The high school reef balls. You had your boat and I had mine. We were flounder fishing. Yep. Do, do you remember the black fins? The tuna in there oh. that I was chumming up with, with live pokies? It was oh. ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> and it's in April. And that's when they're there. When I know. the water's a little bit cooler, yep. you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a – we just can't fish in April anymore, I man. Know. I mean, it's almost like we can't kick – you know, we might as well get kick-started in May. I felt bad for all the guys on Sunday. I fished Easter Sunday for a couple of hours, took my neighbors what? fishing. Yeah, David and Jill wanted to go, and they're such nice neighbors. I said, look – I'll take you for three or four hours, and then we're coming home. Well, you must park your boat like semi in their yard. 
No, they're just nice people. Oh. You know, they live on the other side of me. Okay. And I said, look, I, and they've been asking about it. I said, we'll go. And so I told Kevin, we'll get the boat ram. There's nobody there. I mean, it's a beautiful Gosh, day. It's Easter, Kirk. I know. But then about, <laughs> right. about 930, right. people were turkey hunting. Right? Heathen. <laughs> you dirty yeah. heathen. Hey. Yeah, hey. yes. Come on now. God's in everybody's house. But anyway, so. God ain't fishing. Not on Easter. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fisher of men. Come on, Chris. Anyway, so 930, 10 o'clock, people start coming out of the woodwork. Sure. And I see them going down the beach. Peeling off, going down the beach. Well, you knew what happened on that day. That's when the southeast winds kicked up 20 to 25. Oh, oh yeah. And then it switched around, and it went north, northeast. Oh. That was that day it puffed a little bit, and then it went east, and then it went northeast. In, in other it, words, you're trapped. You're done. Man, I, those guys must have got their cans kit coming yep. back in. Yep. And that's when all those rainstorms came through. Remember that? Yeah. Uh. That lightning started popping. I was like, holy smoke. Yeah. You know, I, it, it, it got to the point – Years ago, whenever I would do a cobia trip in April, because it blows southeast so much, I would fish from St. Augustine to Mayport and come in at Mayport. Just, you know, go down right. the end, come in at Mayport and, and make the loop all the way back. Just and, to and, not get, and, get and run, it to run, run the ditch, you know. It was a seven-hour yeah. trip, yeah. you know. and But, you, hell, you can't do that now. All right, uh, yes. let's take a break. Uh, yep. We are live in St. Augustine at uh, Fish Bites Trading Post off of Nick's Boatyard Road, straight across from Welcome to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. Uh, and I believe the uh, orange paint on that building right there is Home Depot. It is. Okay, so uh, if you're in St. Augustine, come down and see us. They've got a, a big tent sale going on here at Fish Bites Trading Post, and I'm going to tell you now, they got a ton of stuff so yeah. come on down and join us and you're listening to the nimnick buick gmc outdoor show If you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go, and that's Claude Nolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. And uh, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, just tell them you. Only place to go. Go in there, tell them what you're looking for. You know, mileage, price, and then I've said this before. I'm, I'm not telling you they're going to have it on a lot, but they'll find it for you at Claude Nolan Cadillac. I feel like I'm getting stalked. <laughs> that cat's—he's—he's he's sneaking around. You, here, you know, man. the thing is, is that we are totally invading his. You know, that's—that's that's his little chair right yeah. there. What I got here at he six fifteen as well. Oh yeah, and he's like, hey, there's his hey. bed right there. Yeah. It's the fish bites mascot, yeah. and yeah. we are in his lair. Yeah, absolutely, his, 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 his bowl right behind is behind my chair. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's yeah. not happy about. How it. dare you guys <laughs> invade <laughs> his <fools>. space? <laughs> I want to uh, go to sleep. Yeah, he's he's literally staring at me. Uh, yeah. Oh, kind of scary. oh, he's figuring out how to rip your throat out. Well, that might be she, Chris. Well, it's got well, a, oh, then it's got that's a even worse. Pink collar. Yeah. Either, either collar, way, you're dead. And it's got a pink bell. Don't go collar. to sleep, Jeff. Don't go to no. sleep. Speaking of uh, speaking of girls, did you guys see the uh, video that we put on our our Facebook and Instagram page yesterday? About with the experience that uh, that I had with the turkey, you didn't see it. No, I didn't see oh, it. Yeah. I didn't get it on Facebook. Yet. I, I sent saw it. That. I, you saw it because I sent it to you, Kevin. It was a video. We were, when me and my dad were riding in Guana, we came across oh, the hand yeah, turkey. That was very oh, cool. very cool! Great video. Very rare experience. Yeah, 
Very, you know, very you, you remember that happened to me last year? Yes. With the quail. Yep. I'm like, what did they? I, I, I thought I had retarded quail. Go, what? And then it hit me, and literally they were at my feet. Yep. It was. I was like, and they were about. It, it looked like little tiny bitties. Yeah, Chris, did you yeah. see the video? By the way, I did not. Okay, check it out. And, and essentially, what happened is that on uh, uh, that was Monday, I think. Uh, yeah, Monday this week. <laughs> I'm getting my days. I'm trying to get them all straight, Kevin. Okay. Good grief. Uh, I don't want to be like Kirk and say, you know, the days are kind of running together, all these charter trips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they do. They do. The one day that Kirk and I are sure of is Saturday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Monday, and uh, and I'll get to the bike ride yep. story here in a minute, but me and my dad were down in Guana, and we were riding bikes in Guana. And as we just, were. It's just real quick. Yes. So do you come in the dam, or did you go into another access? No, we came into the dam. Okay. And, took a and, right. No, we came in the dam, went across the dam, yep. went straight, and then it basically dead ends right there and has yep. a few parking spots. Okay. Right. And so that's that's where we parked. And then you and take the bikes and well, you go we, down. Well, we had been on a previous bike ride earlier in the day. We'd already done like five or six miles with Taylor. Well, now she was out, and we were like, hey, let's, I just wanted to show my dad Guana. Yeah. Well, we get down there, we're like, hey, let's just go for a bike ride. Well, we, we unload the bikes. You know, we paid our $3 fee to get in the park, you mm-hmm. know, for your parking pass and all that. And then we unload the bikes and... And I've got a uh, kind of a little mountain bike that I'd like to ride for exercise. And, and my dad, actually, we had Tara's bike, which actually used to be Dylan's old bike. So it's not right. – my dad's not riding a chick bike. Okay, okay, right. I understand. You know, he's riding a big boy bike. And uh, <laughs> so we unload the bikes, and we go into Guana, and we look at the, at the map. Mm-hmm. And the yellow course that we take uh, mm-hmm. takes you to the intercoastal mm-hmm. in a nice little white sandy beach with overhanging oak trees. Beautiful. Yeah, that one kind of goes straight and left. Yes. Yeah, that, that's, that's Shell Bluff. Yeah, Shell Beautiful. Bluff. Yeah, yep. Shell Bluff. Yep. Been in there a thousand yep. times. And, yep. they, and they have Beautiful. A, yeah, and they have a little bit of an area kind of closed off. I think they're doing, they got to fix something, maybe some erosion, whatever. The well. But, uh, but, yeah, we got to go and see that. Yep. And then we're like, okay. And, and I, we got back from to the main spot, main part of the road after that. And I said, Dad, I said, you want to ride you know, a little bit more? And he goes, yeah, sure, let's go. My dad's 81. Okay. <laughs> yeah, strong. Um, That's which, strong. you know, we did five or six miles, and we went to Angie's. And then now we're starting. We just finished, I think, two miles. I think it's two miles one way. Mm-hmm. might not be. So that might be four. So we're at nine miles. And Neil, he's like, let's go. Darn, you got a lot to live up to when you get 81. No kidding, right? Yeah, I didn't talk about oh setting the example. Yes. So now we start heading north on this road that just goes north, and it goes up towards Capo Loop. Yep, yep. Capo Loop. Okay, and where it goes, the tower is, and it go yeah, and it goes past the first of all, it goes past like a house, yep, with uh, the bulldozer and and the I guess some of the equipment that they use to maintain that the, food the park, yep. yeah, and uh, and then we don't go towards Capo Loop, we go to the right to Pontevedra Lake Tower, because that's I told my dad I said you know I've, that's a cool spot there. I've been to the tower on that's a kayak awesome spot, and I said it'd be awesome to see that little bike ride, but it was like four miles. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know if Dad can make that. But I'm like, Dad, you know, look, if you don't, you know, yeah. let me know if you're not feeling good. Dude, we made it there all the way to the tower. Wow. wow. That's four miles. Yeah. Okay, so now we're up to about 13 miles with my dad. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's 81. And uh, we get up to the tower, and it's beautiful. I mean, the view from that tower over, over Guana Lake or Pontevedra Lake is yeah. what its official name is, right. I believe. It's awesome. It is. And I was telling my dad, I said, you see that thing out there in the water? And he goes, yeah. I said, Dad, that's a big gator. Big gator, yeah. You know, you could see it way off in the distance. And so we started heading back. And as we head back, I was uh, out in front, 
and then he was kind of following me, and I said, Dad, I said, you set the pace because I, I don't want to make it too fast. You know, I'll just follow you. Well, I'm following him, and all of a sudden as I'm riding, I look down to the right, and I saw uh, uh, what I thought was a quail at first, and so I stopped the bike. And as I stopped the bike, I see another one. I said, that's not quail. I said, I'll be darned. Those are little bitties. Pults. Those are little poults, mm-hmm. little baby turkeys. Yeah, very right? cool. Yeah. So, I, so I, Dad, stop, you know, and he stops, and he goes, what? And I said, baby turkeys over here. <clears throat> and he wasn't turning around. He was getting a little fatigued, you know, so I rode over to him, and I said, that's pretty cool back there, Dad. I said, there's two baby turkeys that I saw. I said, I need to go back and get a picture. So I go back, and as I go back, they're gone. I'm like, all right, well, they had to go right here. You know, right. There's, a, yeah. there's an old log over here, and there's a bush over here and another bush over here. They had to go to one of those two places. And so I, I start leaning in. You know, I get off my bike, and I start leaning in, looking into the bush, and all of a sudden, you know, mama turkey starts going, comes out from the log. I never even saw her. How right. in the world she stayed hidden? I don't know. Right. She st- at first, I thought she was going to attack me. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Very cool. But then she starts doing the old, oh, oh, oh I'm hurt, you know, and, you know, it's doing the putt. around. And, Funny, yeah. when, 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 you, when, when you showed me that video, when you sent that to me, yeah, that's the identical thing that those quail do. The quail do. do. Yeah. And, and I, here's the amazing it, it, thing. She literally, like, drags her wings and starts oh, yeah. acting injured and putting. And really all this, good. I mean, really good. Yeah. And she's obviously trying to pull you away from her little ones she's trying to protect them yeah and she continues to do this away from where the little biddies are and uh and i you know got it on video which i I happened to have my phone out because i was going to take a picture of the of the little turkey if i could but then when she popped out i went video thank goodness i got it on video absolutely yeah it was awesome and got that all on video and uh, eventually we left her i was like all right you know let's let her be and and we left, but it, you know, here, here's I think the thing that is just so impressive to me. How do you how do you learn that? Okay, how does a how does a wild turkey instinctually know that that's what they they should do? How do, dude? How does that, the quail look? Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean right. and and the cool thing about the quail is it was it was a male and a female. So it was. It was. It, 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 it working was, together. Yeah, and they would fall but over each it, other. Isn't I mean, it amazing? Yeah, that, I agree. Because I mean, as humans, yeah. we've learned from experiences and parents. Yeah. Centuries. Yes. Of, of and and the the nature's imprinting, biological imprinting in animals to where they just know what to do. It's not as if they've been experienced or taught. Yeah. I, I, I'm the same in way. In some cases. It's amazing. It, is a, it truly yeah. is amazing hey, that God's creatures that's right. know That'll what to do. That'll make you a believer do. right there. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is amazing. Well, it and truly when, is. When, when, I, when I told you, when I witnessed that, I was because the first thing, I'm, I'm serious. I thought I had retarded quail. I'm well, what is wrong yeah. with them? And they didn't go far. Well, you they, know, they, they, they just went right in front of me and they just kept just trying, trying to, to pull yeah, you away. And, 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 Another yeah. bird that does that a lot is the killdeer. You get out on a like a cow pasture yeah. or something like that, yeah. and you'll walk out there, and if you're close to her eggs or her nest, she'll yeah. come over and lay on the ground and act like she's dead <laughs> and flop her wing over like, yeah. like that turkey did. How do they know that? All right, so uh, uh, when we come yeah. back, I've got some questions for you, Favor. Okay. Because that was one of the coolest experiences of of bike riding yeah 
that I've ever had for two reasons. One, it was with my dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And number two is that Special. that place is beautiful. It's it's amazing. In Guana. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it is. And I know that that's kind of where you grew oh, up, dude, right? I mean, I had the run of the place. Dude, I got to hear some st- I got I, I got to ask you some questions okay, when right. we come back, okay? Okay, okay I like it. Uh, let's do that, uh, but let's take a break here and just want to remind everybody that if you need a tire, there's only one place to go, and that's Tire Outlet in Jacksonville. Got locations all around the city and uh, great people, and they don't just do tires now. They do service as well. Everything but what? I think it's everything but transmission. Everything but transmission. Okay, yes, so sir. I had a problem outlet. this week. I'm telling you, if you have a question too, call them. Call them. Call Danny and the boys. Great Danny people. Smith. Great people. Yep. Help you out. And uh, if you'd like to join us here this morning, come on down to Fish Bites. Uh, we are at the Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine, right off of uh, Nick's Boatyard Road. And uh, you're listening to the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Welcome to Moe's. <laughs> right across the street. <laughs> Come on down and see us here at uh, Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine. And then uh, after you're done, taking advantage of uh, great savings at the tent sale, which uh, I just got a little list here. And I'll give you the, a the little scoop list. in a second, okay? Yeah. But uh, welcome to Moe's is right there across the street, so you can hit lunch yeah, after you, you come down here. Burrito, come take on a, over. Take advantage of savings. I just give you some idea, uh, some idea here, okay? Fifty percent off of Shimano rods, forty percent off of Skitter walks. They got some Billy knives, forty percent off. Calcutta pliers, twenty-five percent off. Fish bites, beanies, forty percent off. Frog togs, forty percent off. I mean, shoot. Come on down. Yeah. It's a really nice store. If you've never been in the it's store, really nice. it's first class. Yeah. All right, so I, I want to go back to Guana here for a second. Yes. And, and to, to kind of wrap the story up before I start peppering you with all these questions, as we finish the ride, we get back, uh, we're on our way back to the truck, and uh, my dad says, he goes, you got any beer back at Condo? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> got to love it. 81 years old. 81 uh, years old, on a 15 right? 15-mile bike ride. <laughs> Let me have a beer. Once again, uh, and I just kind of chuckled. I said, "That's fantastic." No, I said, "But uh, I said, Dad, there's a, a gate station right at the entrance." To oh, this which place. is even the best. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we load back up and pull up into the gate station, and I walk in, and and of course, you know, we're not looking for a six pack or twelve right. pack. We're looking for a single yes. roadie. Yes. And uh, kids don't do this. Okay. <laughs> And they had them tall boys, mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't had a tall boy, and I don't that, think. Doesn't it taste great 50, every now and then? Man, yeah, and after it, a 17-mile so, bike so, ride, so I, I, I just have to ask because I, I'm a Budweiser guy. Yeah. Every now and then, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't drink much beer. I really don't. I don't either. But but when I when I get one, it's going to be a tall boy. Regular Budweiser. I'm the same way. Yeah, <laughs> I want a, I want it in a bottle. Yeah, I want it ice cold. Yeah, that's the only one I want. And I, yeah, I well, mean, you got to have it in a can. It's a tall beer. Yeah, I know, you know? I know, I know. Nah, and, I gotta and, have a and, and I will drink a Bud Light, but it's still not. But but I I, I want me a heavy. So right. what did you buy? Well, dad dad wanted a Corona. Okay. And even without a lime, he wanted Corona. Yeah. So dad, dad pops got the Corona Tall Boy. Okay. Nice. Okay, and I said, you know what? Uh, I'll just do a Michelob Ultra. There you go. And I should have I should have went the Budweiser. Yeah. Because I can tell you I was disappointed in the Michelob Ultra. <laughs> it's a diet beer. Yeah, exactly. It's all watered I down. I was trying I mean, to be good, on, you, you know. You just bike 17 miles. I know. I was just trying Holy to be cow. good. I figured, you know, that it had a lot of water in it because it tasted like it did. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so my questions, okay. a, a couple things. At, at Booth's Pond, mm-hmm. uh, there was a duck blind there, and, and I, I, we just learned this from a fellow that's here hanging out with us. One of the most incredible duck blinds I have ever seen. I'm talking a sidewalk going to it, and I was literally following the sidewalk, and then it became a dock, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this that that's a duck blind. Right. It's a handicap mm-hmm. accessible duck blind. So therefore that's why it has the sidewalk and the dock and I haven't and, uh, obviously that that's been built since awesome. yeah. yeah. Uh by the way, kudos to to the folks for thinking of the handicap yes. runners in that situation. You know, and, FWC. And, and and also this is I want I want people to understand this. This is so cool. The one of the biggest reasons that we support NWTF Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. I mean, it, there's, you can go on. All right, when I grew up in there, there were no turkeys. There were no turkeys in that iguana. That's why I didn't turkey hunt. Right. I didn't start turkey hunting un- until I was in my 20s because we didn't have turkeys. Wow. NWTF came in there and introduced turkeys. I remember, what, like 12 or 20 of them. And I can Not tell many. you this. Yeah. I can tell you this. They're thriving. Because yeah, and, 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 I saw multiple yeah, turkeys. That's where your money goes. You know that that's that's what I'm saying. If you want to support wildlife and conservation, yep. you don't support the Sierra Club or PETA. You support NWTF. <laughs> okay. So well, and that, you know it's funny you should bring that up too because I know I had a conversation with uh, uh, Lieutenant Bridwell yesterday and and um, one of the other guys down at the ramp, and we were talking about a little bit about conservation and you know how, and it, it's it, it's all about putting back in. People always think sportsmen, hunters, fishermen, all they want to do is take and take and take. And really, they're the true conservationists in this country. You know, that's 100%. what's made Guana so good, you yep. know? Yep. So, so anyway, not, not, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just wanted to let people know that that's, you know, that you, you tell in your turkey stories, there were no turkeys in there. Yeah, and which yep. is, wow. uh, did, did you ever fish some of those freshwater lakes in oh there? Oh, my God, I wore them out, dude. Oh, I, and, and listen. So my my question is when I tell you this and I'm not exaggerating. Okay. Okay. Dad would drop me off, and it was either me by myself or me and Jay Reister at the front gate, Mm -hmm. and I had an over and under and a rod and reel, and I'd have a bag full of worms, plastic worms, and and we would we would we would hike all through there with 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 a fishing rod and a bag of worms. Yeah, and and an over and under. Wow. You know, simply for the fact that if it was hunting season. You know, we would squirrel hunt and, and wood duck hunt. If 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 it was summertime, you took the gun for snakes. Yeah, to keep yeah yeah, yeah. but protection. But but I mean, look. At, <laughs> I mean, my mom even to this day, she's like, I can't believe we did that. I mean, I was 11, 12, 13 years old, and Dad would not come back until and just Sunday. Leave you there. Yeah, he said, I'll see you Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. When when I used to go over and I had the privilege of hunting the Skinner Farm for a little while. Yeah, uh, Malcolm Jones, God rest his soul allowed me to go in there and hunt a little bit. And I remember Malcolm having stories with Malcolm. He would tell me about the the Skinner family and how they would they would ride a wagon and a horse and to go from Butler Boulevard and ride all the way to the other side of town, it would take them all day on a horse. Yeah, oh sure. You know, just to get through those it was all woods. Yeah. I'm just trying to yep. think because I mean, I, to access a lot of these Right. So, so the big the big pond that we always fished was called McNeil McNeil's pond. Okay, um, and and it was artesian well. So we would drink the water. Really? Yeah, from from the artesian well. Very cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, you got McNeil's Pond, uh, Diego Pond. Di- Diego Pond was Diego Pond was Cook's Pond. Yeah, Diego was our that that's where we hunted. Diego Pond is is that that it 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 was brackish water, mm-hmm. so we would get everything in there. We would get wood ducks, but we would get widgeon, we'd get teal, uh, a lot of gadwall. I mean, so that's where I really cut what my was teeth the, in the in the. In the <laughs> what was the pond, Kevin, up behind the outpost, up towards the neck road? Up on the on the far north end of the property. Well, that's kind of McNeil's Pond. Is, is that McNeil's? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, well, I had been in the, there. The, the closest way to get to McNeil's Pond is through the outpost. Di- yeah, through Diego the Pond is north of McNeil's. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I moved here in the 80s and was working for Sawgrass, we got permission to go out there. Ponte Vedra Inn and Club was owned by Stockton, Watley, and Davin. Yep, SWD. And we would go out there and take the 22s out there and target shoot back there behind the outpost. And I remember walking through all the way to McNeil's Pond yeah. and how beautiful it was. Oh. Hogs oh. Oh. everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And, everywhere. And that and that was that was one of the biggest reasons SWD that, that we had the rights in there, Jeff, was to control the hog population. Mm-hmm. Um so God, they were everywhere. Yeah, we, we would we would catch catch hogs and either relocate them. Or the boars we would cut, mm-hmm. and then we would cut their tails off. In, in, in other words, so you could identify them later, because those are the ones you want to eat. Right after they heal up and this, that, and the other, they almost just become domestic. And, and so, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I've never been walking through there and just seeing herds of them. Yeah, oh, one yeah. of our one of our listeners or uh, uh, chimed in on uh, one of the posts that we had on our our Facebook page. And said that uh, around Capo Loop, it's just full of hogs. That's yep. where a lot of the hogs are at now. So, yep. But but anyway, I mean, what a wonderful trip. Uh, and what's so cool, I think, about that little experience is that you go through so many different um, environments. Yeah. You have the upland hardwoods, uh, the the coastal hammocks, you know, that's up on the hill with the oak trees. You got the pine flatwoods. You have the marsh, yeah, I, freshwater marsh, saltwater marsh. I mean, it's just there's so many things. Yeah, I would yeah. I, because we went into the north entrance is where we would come in, and, and I'd love to go in there and see if some of the old fence posts and stuff that where the where, where the cow pen was, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 see if all of that that stuff is in there. I used to hunt a place. And I would love to go back there, but this was like, it, it gives me chills. It was the coolest flipping place. It was called the St. Augustine Grass Patch. And so you would, you would go down the main road, and then you would you'd take a left onto a little tiny trail, and you go through this unbelievable line of oak trees. Mm-hmm. And you come to this big opening in the oak trees, and it was all St. Augustine grass. It was natural St. Really? Augustine grass. And it, and it never had weeds in it. It, it 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 was it was the most incredible place to naturally walk. occurring St. Augustine St. Grass. Augustine grass. It was called the St. Augustine grass patch. And, and if you'd had no idea where to go, you I would know if it's still there. I, I I would I would love to know if it's still there because there's there's I mean and it, you got to know where it is to get there to find it to find it. But that place to squirrel hunt was heaven. All right, uh, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to uh, Gary, and then Mark okay. wants to chime in on some of the freshwater lakes. Uh, in okay. Guana. Uh, just need to send out a, a big thank you because uh, John McVeigh, yes. who is one of our listeners, showed up this morning and brought us the Glorious Morning Muffins. 
From the Oasis. From the Oasis Deccan Restaurant, which is on Anastasia Island, which we used to do remotes there. Yep. We've talked about the Glorious Morning Muffins for years. And, John, thank you so much. And then he went got some Dunkin' Donut coffee. Yeah, got Kirk, Kirk some Dunkin' Donut coffee. So. And, and here awesome. I am in the studio. Yep. Yep. With a big pile of nothing. <laughs> yep. Sorry about that, Chris, but John, thank you so yeah, much. Really. Uh, yeah, thanks, greatly John. appreciated. Love you. And uh, we'll, we'll take a break. Uh, Gary and Mark, uh, hang tight, folks. You're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. John McVeigh. <laughs> John McVeigh? John McVeigh. What? Chris, John and Christy McVeigh. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, See? that's like totally blowing my mind. Wow, right. yeah. Okay. Challenge accepted. There you wow. go. Kirk, you actually have some brain cells left. <laughs> A few. <laughs> A few. Just floating around in there. It's like one of those snow globes. You just got to shake it every once in a while. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, folks, uh, if you need equipment to do the job right, Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny is your home with uh, Kubota, and Gravely Zero Turn Mowers, Hot Seat Pressure Washers, all the steel power equipment. And, of course, they have all the land pride attachments and, most importantly, a great parts department at Coastal Equipment. And if they don't have it, they will get it and get it quickly and uh, to your house in a lot of cases. That, yeah, they got know, a they, brand. I, they've done that for for me, twice. Yes. Yeah, they got a brand new folks. building, too, uh, in McClenny. Yeah. Oh, we nice are facility. we are uh, down at uh, Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine. They've got a big tent sale going on today with rods and reels and equipment and fish bites, of course. So come on down. It's going to be happening today. And they've got some seminars going on as well. Uh, but for the moment, let's go to the phone lines and let's bring up Gary this morning. Morning, Gary. Good, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good morning. Hey. Hey Jeff, you know, listening to your story, what about the uh, the, the known recorded stories of uh, of uh, people caught people in, in the ocean water and uh, being saved by dolphins running away sharks, ramming them, and or and at times uh, taking them all the way into shore to safety. I think that's an that's. Oh, you're talking nature. about just from the how amazing nature can be. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. Um, and, uh, how how intelligent what, those dolphins are. Well, oh, yeah. in many cases, way more intelligent than me. <laughs> Preach <laughs> on. I wasn't going <laughs> to say it. <laughs> hey, easy, Gary. You're on my bad list for still a little That's bit. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, the, uh, the uh, you know, with the fishing right now, is the best thing maybe a couple of days in nor'easters where the wind doesn't blow to kind of stir things up? Wouldn't that that be the best kind of uh, uh, recipe? Really, right what now? we need? No, we, we we need we need no wind. We need we, no wind for a couple of days. The water is really really dirty right now. Yeah, we need we need a west wind. Gary is what we need, um, so oh. we can get offshore, so we can have some fun, go throw the net on some pogies. Um, right now, it's it and and you know it's just like Kirk said. With all this onshore wind that we've had, it's it's muddied things up. Actually, it know? has. So, no, we we do not need northeast winds. But uh, according to Jeff's forecast earlier in the show, we're going to get northeast winds starting around Wednesday. Yeah. Great. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, pre- I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, buddy. The, the the one good thing that's coming out of all this, the weather, as far as just walking around, oh, it's beautiful. I worked. Oh, it's gorgeous. I, I, it's beautiful. I, I, I literally on Thursday I was out in the yard. 
from from like two o'clock till five thirty on three yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, you know, I mean, doing everything. I mean, with the pole saw. I mean, just something that you should be like really sweating. And that easterly breeze coming off the You're ocean. You're talking about this week? Yeah. Yeah, I had it the was uh, beautiful. I had the pole saw out on on Wednesday with long sleeves. Yes. <laughs> I was in long sleeves yeah. in my yard. Yeah. How nice. No, was you're that? you're right. It oh, was cool. Yeah. And 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 it's like, you know, I, I told I told Carrie on Tuesday morning I had kind of my medium jacket on mm-hmm. to go turkey hunting. I said, you know, this probably might be the last time I wear it until until fall. No doubt. And and, and enjoy every enjoy, minute. Of every it. minute of it. Every minute of it. <laughs> the heat's coming. It's coming. Don't yeah, wish it too coming. soon because yeah. it's coming. Yep. I yep. had I had a, a an exceptional turkey hunt this week, and uh, and I'm going to get to it kind of with the LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. And uh, but I, I got to say, Kevin, when I saw the forecast this week for here and in Georgia, mm-hmm. and I said. I've got to find a way to be outside as much as possible because this might be the last hurrah. Exactly. Yep. Last cool few yes. days. And yeah. uh, and it has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's be, like even though we have days like today and we 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 whine and complain about the wind, these are the days that you want to be outside. If I didn't fish, yeah, I'd be I'd be like this. Perfect. Is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this weather is fantastic. You, you get a little clouds in the sky, and then you get that breeze. Yeah, it doesn't get any it, better. It does not. No, it, 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 I, I'm totally with you. And if you got an east wind, look, you still can find places to fish to get out of the. Wind. Oh yeah, yeah, east wind. You're, yes. you're, yeah, you, it, look, the problem is, is the inshore bite has been so slow. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's uh, uh, Captain Scott Shank had a really good day yesterday, but he found some fish in a hole in the creek. You know, yeah. and and ended up catching four or five. I mean, like really nice reds. But you know, talking to let's just say nine out of the ten charter captains, including Kirk, and so mm-hmm. it's just been a, been a struggle, man. It's been I tough. Mean, it's been it's been tough. You know, Leon and them aren't catching anything in the valley. I mean, it's just um, it's 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 a little off. But it, it's it's going to get better. I mean, yeah, it'll yeah. get better. No, it's well, going to get better. It's a typical transition time for us. That's I mean, right. April is when the when the bait starts pushing up from South Florida. We start seeing the pogies. We're we're all chomping at the bit to get in the deeper water. We're all chomping to get off the beach. I mean, Spanish mackerel are showing up. There's caught kingfish on the beach. Big jacks are running around in the bait pods. Manta rays are off the coast. Most of the guys want to get out of the inlet and get out of the river. Water temperatures what 71, 72. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's it's time. Have you uh, have you guys heard? Any cobia reports for the guys that were able yes. to get out in the yep. windows? I've heard the same thing. Yep. There were some. Yep. There's been a handful. I haven't seen anybody clean one on a table. Um, I know Alton Roby had a couple uh, a week or two ago. Yeah, and, and, but it's, and I haven't had the report of Jeff Logaman calls me and says, hey, I was on the beach today at Matanzas, and I caught three cobia on a ray. Right. I haven't had that report. Yeah. yeah. I've had the reports of – a friend of a friend was at Shantytown. Yeah. Seriously, you yeah. know, and yeah. and they and they 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 blistered them. And and again, if you blistered them, if you had twenty of them, you're not telling me that you're at Shantytown. If you were at Shantytown, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. They could have been at Nassau Sound or wherever. It was, but right. but there have I, I know for a fact Captain Ricky Papour was on them good, but he was offshore stuff. You know, with, with within fifteen miles. Mm-hmm. You know, but he he was he was catching two or three or four a day, a couple keepers. But this is this is a week before. Yes. You know, not this week. This What's week. water temp? 70, 
273. Which is right. That's oh, where it needs it, to be. We need to be fishing the beach right now. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but we can't. Yeah, I mean, the magic number for Kobe is, what, like 68, 69-ish? I, I, I like that 70. Okay. So, and, and all, all but you'll start to see him at 68, 69. Yeah, well, if, if, you, if the bait's here. Yeah, and you so. said it yeah, you know, earlier. I mean, this is when the blackfinches come in. Yeah. This is when you'll start seeing a spackling a dolphin. Yep, that's start right. Start to get in close. Yep. I mean, April, May, and, and the bait pods right now – with the reds having been on the beach all winter long, should be full of big reds if you can find the right pod. Yeah, but but and when's the last time we've done that? I mean, we just can't. You know, you can't get out there. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you did that with us for years. I know. Yeah. For years, you went out. I mean, in your boat, and we, we mm-hmm. taught you how to fish underneath those bait pods. Just and that was in April. Think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would fish twenty, uh, twenty five uh, days. A bunch. Yeah. Yeah. A, a bunch. And we don't we, we like Kurt it, it said earlier in the show he's probably fished 5 days offshore in the last 3 years in April. Think about that. Yeah, that's it's crazy. The, it's the weather's totally mother's you know, mo- uh, you know, what mother nature's way of conservation. Absolutely it is. I mean and at times I mean seriously. Yeah. I mean, we, we always talk about some of these regs but sometimes mother nature's got a better plan than that. Yep. You know. So it is what it is. Well, it's y- crazy. You're, you know, you just got to be patient. You got to wait for the opportunity. You don't want to push it. I mean, there's no sense in going out there and getting your feelings beat out of your, oh, your, oh, your so, mouth. All right, so so you know? a, a, yeah. a question because obviously we're we're not able to get offshore. The inshore, first of all, the jetties and get out. I mean, we need out. You, you can't get. No, to I know. I know you can't get to it because yeah. of the east wind. I, yeah. I, I understand oh. that part of it, but. If if it were to calm down, okay, and let's say it turns southwest, not southwest, southeast, where maybe you can get on the inside of the South Rocks mm-hmm. or the outside of the North Rocks, mm-hmm. are there fish to be had oh, yeah. at the jetties right if, now? If you're patient and you work them, I mean, sheephead are still here. That's one of my first questions I mean, to follow that. Was I, caught, that. I caught nine sheephead yesterday. I had to work my can off for All right, them. Because I saw a picture of a big sheep's head that you posted. A monster. Okay, and uh, what's the story on that? That that would have put me in the top five of the El Cheapo. No question. It was a monster. Did you see the picture? I, I did not. Holy cow. I want to see it. But, I mean, it's they're still here. I Where think. did you catch it and when? It was on the jetties. It was uh, I I this to week? Say, yeah, I think it was Monday. That, yeah. that thing was 10, 11 pounds all day long. Woo! All yeah. day long. Big fat one. Um, it's... I think because of the – You notice he's been kind of tight-lipped about that? Yeah. I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Look how nasty the weather is. Oh, it, it was – yeah, it was it – was, yeah. Yeah. It's a huge fish. Yeah. So, Did I mean, you catch it or somebody else catch no, it? No, I hooked it. I, I'm one of these captains. If I hook a really good cheap head, you ain't passing I'm sorry. Rod I can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. I cannot do it. Let me ask you – The does... guy was looking at me in that rod's – when yeah. I hooked it, it went down one time and it stayed and I went – like that time you caught that yep, big one? Yep. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. I said, get the net. And he goes, where's the net? And I'm like, it's right there. Right, <laughs> right there. Right there. And he's looking at me like, I knew he was thinking he's going to hand me the rod. I'm like, no. I, I ain't gonna How rod. often do you fish with your clients? Um, he must, you must have had a solo guy. No, I had two guys. Two guys? Two guys. Uh, probably. Not if, very good clients. If I have four people, no, a lot of times sure not I don't. Four if I have two that are good fishermen, I'll fish. Or three that are pretty good. And I especially if if you've got people who are struggling, mm-hmm. I try to help them. Like yesterday, the, the, I had a couple of folks. They had just moved here from California. They had never caught sheephead. <laughs> and I'm look, they bite really light. I don't know mm-hmm. how he does it. And I said, you got to be patient. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, 
I said, you're just going to feel like a little tickle on there. Husband and wife? Husband and wife. And she's, uh, let me, let me uh, guess. Law enforcement She officers. caught him. He didn't. Uh, no, he didn't. That's, that's typical. I've, I know, told, I've told he you did. that. Well, I take it back. He caught the biggest one. He caught one. She caught a couple, and then their their niece. Which in sheep's head, she, I, she I, caught four, and she doesn't even know how to fish. No yeah. way. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just telling you, yeah. women. Well, th- not when it comes to novices. A lot of times, women listen. They're good listeners. They okay, listen. good and, listeners. and the men think they know it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've seen it a million times. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When it comes, you to just take care of her, Cap. I'm good. Yes, That's I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm good. Yeah, I got. I'm, it. I'm like, okay, I know how to yep, fish. Yep, yep. Well, the sheephead, it's all about feel, and you know these brand new Shimano rods. Yeah. That are that are that with a fast taper on them. I mean, with fast action, they're so soft and love I them. T- I, fast I, tapers love it. I, I tell them. I'm not, I said, I'm not saying just Shimano, but the fast taper rods yep. love them. Yep. I tell I told the girls yesterday. I said, if you feel anything weird, lift up real slow. I said, if it bobs, hammer them. <laughs> and the one girl, she got it. She hooked four in a row, and I'm like, I was so proud of her. Oh I said, yeah. That's I said, Christy, you got it. And Did she, you start giving the the guy grief? I said, I was like. I like, oh, you got to. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. what's going on? I said, the girls are whipping somebody's butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's over there. He didn't say a word. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Up. yeah. Yeah. Stirring it up. His wife, Joan, hooked a couple real good ones, but it was it was fun. I mean, I love doing that, and it's it's it, it's still available. That's a great fish you caught. Well, and, yeah. and Congrats. I cleaned a couple yesterday that had eggs in them, which indicates to me that they're wow. still going to yeah. they're gonna spawn on the next moon. So there's still a good number of sheephead around. Well, if the water's so, still cool enough. Well, you and, know? and I mean, Brad Smith went out and fished one day this week, and uh, he had some nice margates. Okay. So a handful of margates. Uh, I saw some of the other guys, Chris Kell. Had some nice ones. Have uh, you Jeremy got, and, and Steve I know we need to break. Have you gotten an influx of the Spanish yet? We saw a couple of hits. Oh, my God. And then the dirty water's coming out of yeah, Mayport, yeah. and they've kind of There's backed off. still thousands of them in St. Augustine. Is that really? right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's insane. Now, they're, they're not very big. Yeah. They're skinny. They're long, but they're yeah. it's typical this time of year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. And I uh, just want to let everybody know that uh, the remodel is now complete at Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside the Hagen A store in Mandarin. Nice. They have they now have a kayak shop. You walk right in and everything on your right is all Hagen Coastal Outfitters and everything going straight ahead right to the kayak shop is now done because they're making room because folks Hobie is on the way. They're going to oh. add Hobie to the lineup at Hagen Coastal Outfitter. So be very good. Kayaks around here. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think? So yeah. if you're in the market for a stand-up paddleboard, okay, or a, well, that would be a SUP, a SUP, which uh, also you can get a, a pedal kayak, a paddle kayak, the, uh, the one with the prop, which is the Old Town, or you can get Hobie. That's in, and, and by the way, from talking to them, they have Hobie. Literally, the truck is on the way. And so I was told that if you're interested in a Hobie kayak, mm. you can go and see the guys at Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside Hagen Ace and Mandarin and get yours reserved. Mm. So check it out Put your inside the down. Hagen Ace yeah. store, uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters. And uh, we oh, come back, we're going to have a LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Well, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. 
help you hire supplies, quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. And if you'd like to have your business run more efficiently and help your bottom line because your fuel and lubricants are uninterrupted, go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip, a couple years ago, Parker, okay, Scott Parker, our good friend Scott Parker, gave me a uh, decoy, Mm -hmm. and it was a Dave Smith decoy, DSD. And this Dave Smith decoy was a hen turkey, and uh, and I, I, we've had this discussion many times. Yes. And there's been a lot of years where I just I didn't carry a decoy. Right. Sometimes I felt that the decoy it it, it impeded your hunt more than it helped it, and so uh, I've been hunting a gobbler for quite some time. And I took the decoy this week, and I'm telling you, it made all the difference the in the world. No question. Yep. No question. But you put out a single hen. I put out a single hen. Okay. Okay. And the the single hen is a it's a the Dave Smith decoys and Dave Dave Smith decoys they do turkey decoys they do deer decoys uh, duck decoys they do all kinds and it's the most lifelike decoys. That I've seen. Now they're a little bulky. Okay, they're not like collapsible and throw them in the pack. You know, you get you, they put it this I, way. I, I have one, and, and the only reason I have one is because Captain Chip Wingo gave me a hen. Beautiful. It is. It's unbelievable. It is realistic as all get yeah, out. Yeah, it is absolutely. And uh, and I think it made the difference this week because I had I've, I've been hunting this gobbler for two years, and I'll tell the story on in a minute. But I, but I swear to you, I don't think I would have killed him if I didn't have that decoy. Mm-hmm. Probably so, and uh, and <laughs> it is incredible because after I shot, something happened, and I said, "I'm sold." It's the decoy, right? So anyway, that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. If you want to have the best decoys on the planet, and we don't have any relationship, check out Dave Smith Decoys, and uh, and I think you'll really enjoy them. I can tell you that. All right, uh, here's the turkey story. So, Kevin knows this. For two years, I've been hunting the same bird. Gerald has been hunting that bird a little bit too, and he drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the, the the decoy with the two the, the two turkeys in it, the the hen and the gobbler. No, 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 no. just the I, hen. I just, I just have just the hen. Just right. the hen. The, okay, the upright hen. Okay, all right. Okay, and now and and I'm going to tell you just another, I guess you could say. Uh, what, what do you have when somebody tells you a story that backs up something? Okay, uh, a witness. Ed, Ed's, Ed's, Ed's a witness to this Dave Smith decoy phenomenon, too, because he got a turkey this week, okay? And the turkey that he got, he has the a different Dave Smith decoy. He has a posturing Jake decoy. Well, I'm looking at them. They, they all look a lot. I mean, the posturing, the upright, They're the a little leading, different. and the the feeding is the only one that looks different to they're, me. They're, well, they're a little different. If you, if you look at the back of the hen, okay, okay, they're all a little bit different. Sometimes it's subtle, okay, but, okay. but, but it's damn, different. it's real looking. Man, it's real as yep. all get out, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Oh, no. I, okay, so I have. Yep. Edzo has the posturing Jake, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he went out turkey hunting this week, and Ed's got a piece of property up there in Virginia. It's my good buddy Ed that I grew up with, and he has the posturing Jake, and I didn't know that he had one. 
He sends me a picture of a fin and feather day. Okay, got a turkey in the morning, and then him and his son go out fishing, and Ed catches a four-pound smallmouth in the afternoon. What's wrong with that? What a good day that what is. What a great day. Great day. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and he, he tells me, he goes, I had something happen that I've never had happen before. And I said, what was that? Well, where he, he hunts at, there's a creek that's kind of the border of the property that he hunts at. He can't go on the other side of the creek. So he has, if there's turkeys on the other side of the creek up the mountain, he's got to get them to come across the creek. He said he's never been able to call a, tur- a turkey across this creek. Never. Mm-hmm. He had a posturing jake set up on his side of the creek and he said the gobbler came down saw the decoy and lost his mind ran down the mountain flew across the creek to kick his decoy's butt and he's ed said he hammered him awesome so i mean there's another yeah. guy that that used a dave smith decoy and it worked uh, Wait, these these decoys a little pricey too you're darn right yeah they are not cheap yeah 229 dollars for the jake they are not cheap I'm just, I'm just, I know that. But so then, so what, what do you always say? Cheapest, cheapest ain't, ain't always, always best. best. <laughs> You're right. You're right about that. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so. Uh, uh, so give I, us the story. Okay, so and then this is a bird that last year drove me crazy. I had him last year step out in view, and he saw my gobbler decoy, which usually is a done deal. He'll mm-hmm. walk right in on a gobbler decoy. He didn't want to have anything to do with it. And uh, I would go to point A, he'd go to point B. The next day, I'd go to point B, he mm. was over, he'd go to point A. He wouldn't come. He just said, look, I'm the gobbler, I gobble, you come to me, that's how it works. And, and so it just wouldn't happen. And I want to say I probably had about seven days on this turkey, mm-hmm. including uh, two days this year. One time to where I set up, he never gobbles on the roost, and then I'm like, all right, well, he's not there, and I go to other birds and face the other direction, and he comes in at 20 yards right behind me and gobbles. Yeah. And then turns and then leaves. And, That's uh, so frustrating. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had one do that to me this week. I was so frustrated. Got right behind me and just went, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's like he's breathing on your neck. And, yeah. then, and you can't move. And nope. then I had another experience with him the same day that he gobbled 20 yards behind me to where he didn't gobble, and I'm t- calling, and I stand up and take 15 steps, and there he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he uh, go, yeah. what does he do? He walks off to about 65 yards and goes to full strut and goes, <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Uh, and uh, so, uh, so this week I, I, uh, I had one day to hunt, and uh, me and Pops went up to Georgia. And uh, I was trying to figure out where to go, trying to figure out what to Which do. Which morning? Uh, it was Wednesday morning. It was Wednesday morning. Yeah, now, are right. you still sitting on the ground or did you get the chair? No, I'm on the ground. I'm mm-hmm. on the ground. I, I never I never got a chair. Uh, now, if, if I go uh, bow hunting, I'm going to get me a little stool. But I have uh, this spot, and I, and I was trying to figure out, okay, which, which side do I try to go to hunt him? And I didn't know if he was going to be there or not. But but that's where he's been for two years. That's right. his spot. And then, and it's a little area. Kevin, it's right there where you killed the first turkey ever on the property. And uh, <clears throat> so I, I was trying to figure out where to go. Well, my dad's with me, and, I, and I was, me and my dad were talking about the story when we were riding around the golf cart the day before about the one time that dad went turkey hunting with me and Dylan. And there's a deer stand there, and that's where we were set up. My right. dad was actually in the deer stand. Me and Dylan were underneath. And then that's where Dylan got his first turkey. That's awesome. And so I sat and I said to myself, well, Self? Dad's, I thought to, yeah, I thought to myself, <laughs> and I was talking to myself, <laughs> which I do often. <laughs> and uh, I said, Dad's here. The first time Dylan ever got a turkey, 
was at that stand. I need to go there. You know, it was just one of those things. Yeah. Where, and, and Tara said it to me, too. She said, you need to go where, where, you, where you were. And so I go there, and typically he's roosted at about uh, 1 or 2 o'clock on the clock as you look at it. And as uh, things started uh, to talk in the morning, he was almost right at 3 o'clock. And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, did you set the decoy out in, out in front, front of, of me? About 25 steps. Okay, right. The Dave Smith yep. decoy is set up in front of me. Uh, it was a little bit of a moonlit morning. I was concerned, and but I, I tried to be as quiet as I could, setting up my little mossy yep. oak, little fence blind on yep. one side and then on the other side and keeping an opening. And as uh, daylight started to peak, and, and my, whole, my whole plan was don't call a lot. Because in the past, he just it do, it turns them off. It, it, yep, it does. So <clears throat> the decoy's out, and all of a sudden I'm like, all right, where's he at? When I hear the gobble, I'm like, oh, wow, he's close. He might be able to see the decoy. So I was like, I'm not saying anything. And then it gobbles a few more times, and I finally just you know start doing a couple little clucks, mm-hmm. and then just a real short yelp, put it down. And I said, that's all I'm doing. And then all of a sudden, hen flies down. And then another hen flies down. He's still in the tree. And then he flies down. See, the hens are flying out in front of me towards right. the decoy. And one of them goes right to the decoy. Awesome. Cool. I'm that's like, I'm golden, cool. right? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. He flies down like he always does then the bottom. You sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he stays down there and gobbles. And I'm like, I can't believe it. And uh, so then I just hit my mouth call a little different. Yep, 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 yep. And then all of a sudden it, it sounds a little closer. Now he's coming. He's coming. Coming up, and he comes out, and he is right in range, and he is looking at the decoy, and looking at the decoy, and I can't shoot him because my blind is in the way. Mm-hmm. I can't shoot through the blind. Uh, I'm like, this is this is. I'm gonna have another day, another experience. Yep. I'm not gonna get him. And then he leaves and goes down the hill, which turkeys never do that in the morning. They always come up. Right. He goes down. And then he gobbles way down the hill. I'm like, he's gone. And then quiet. Uh-huh. I'm going, I can't believe it. Darn Another it. day yep. where he's giving me the finger. And so I just sit there and I wait. And I'm looking and I'm about to start to have a panic attack. And I'm like, which way did he go? And then after about 10, 15 minutes of nothing, he gobbles and he's still down the hill. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll be darned. And then I see a hen. The hen comes right up next to the decoy. Like rubbing against it, like, hey, girl. I'm like, man. I said, they really like that decoy. And, and, and most of the time, when you have a decoy that doesn't move and it's in plain sight, turkeys freak out they after do. a little while. Absolutely. They don't like it. That, that's yeah. a, they do. Okay, but yeah. here's the thing. This, this decoy, the turkeys never spooked. The hens loved it. Were they purring? They were, yeah, just perfect. Kiki in real light? Yeah. Nice. And then. That's perfect. The gobbler, and all of a sudden, I, I can't him see him because up. he's over a little knoll going down the hill. Next thing you know, I see a fan. Uh-oh. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Here he comes. He's coming. Awesome. But he won't come straight up the road to the decoy. He's He likes it, but he's still probably in the mindset of saying it's not moving. Right. So he starts to loop around. You know, uh-huh. and, and work on the side where he was roosted at. And uh, as soon as he got around there, I said, all right. And he's peeking his head out. And I said, well, he's in range, but I can't move my gun to that direction because I was thinking he'd walk up the road. And uh, 
once he went back in the strut, I just kind of eased the gun over that way and just waited for him again. And he got straight that kind of looking at that decoy. <laughs> Boom, and that was it. Wow. Awesome. Got That's him. Good. That's and spurs, inch and a quarter, inch and three-eighths uh, spurs. Uh, you me the picture. Amazing. Beautiful bird. Um, and here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think is a testament to the, to the, to the decoy. The hens never left the decoy after the shot. How about that? No kidding. Nope. That's weird how they do that. I know. You Never know? left. Stayed yep. right there. Stayed right there. Which, which to me, after you shoot, man, usually it's it's yeah. Yeah, everything's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. And they stayed right there. Huh. It's funny how they do that sometimes. I mean, I I know I killed one in a swamp one time, and the two Jakes that were with him just turned around, and I was laying twenty feet from that dead turkey, and they jumped all over him. I stood up, and they were still jumping all oh, yeah. over him. Oh, I've I, had that happen. It was like they were oblivious that I yeah. was there. L- l- little remorse. Um, it, it was it was incredible. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, it's like, man, it's that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, over. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it's one of the, that's one of the turkey hunts that will always stay with me. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Because and, and, of, and your dad was sitting right beside you, right? No, dad didn't sit with me. No, no, he didn't go hunt. Oh, okay. okay. No, he was just there. I got you. know, you. at, at the okay. camp, and uh, and I, I got back, and and uh, dad says, "Well, he goes, you're, I didn't hear anything,' and I said, well, I got him.' <laughs> and he goes, "No way." And he goes, "Where is he? I want to see him." I said, "I haven't gotten him yet." So I'm gonna go drive the golf cart back and go get him. You know, I walk yeah. back. And uh, and he was fired up, you know. It was just cool. I mean, that's, my dad was there, awesome. and yeah, that's awesome. You know, and got a bird. I've been hunting for a long time, and and uh, so great experience. And uh, we're way overdue for a break. All right, let's take a break. And uh, we got uh, Rick. Uh, we also got some news about Top Gun and why he didn't call last week. So we got Rick and Steve. You guys all have stay hang on the lines, and we'll get to you right after this on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, guys. Now, I have a quiz for you. Are you ready to get your audio clue? Roll. Who is it? I, I know that song. Steve Earle. No. 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 Steelers Eddie. Wheel. Eddie. 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 Nope. Oh. Nope. Steelers Wheel. Nope. No. It's, no, it's Eddie. Um. It, gosh, country singer, come on, yep. passed away years ago. Eddie, uh, Eddie Rabbit. Yes, Eddie Rabbit. Eddie Rabbit. Yes. That's yes. driving yep. my life yep. away. Now the next question is, why in the world did I pick this song? That's a good question. You're um, weird. I, no, because not because I'm weird. So I picked it because the guy who wrote it, his name is David Malloy. He's in town today for Roscaloosa. Yeah, so, that's... Uh, the festival, I heard about that. yeah, the festival out at Nocatee, and that's right. yeah, and so it's a huge thing with all kinds of uh, country songwriters. So, have you, you ever been to that, Jeff? No. Oh I my have. gosh, it's incredible! It's it's, it, it's fantastic. It's all right. great. And it's so, the, like some of the cheapest entertainment you'll ever have, and really? some of the yeah. best. Yeah. So, some so of like, the best. Yeah. Yeah. All all a bunch of huge country hits, and it's the people who wrote them. They've come in from Nashville to play oh, them yeah. and. Tell the stories about them and everything. And I was thinking, I you heard know, Marshall Tucker's there with <laughs> and uh, with, with Molly, Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Molly is singing. Yeah, yeah she's great. And the Outlaws. Yeah, but and, here's but and here's the, the thing. Brothers. And here's and here's really why I bring it up because uh, it benefits the Tom Coughlin J Fund as well. So awesome. yeah, and so you know that's close to all of our hearts. So yep. uh, so you know with the wind blowing, you know not a great day for fishing, but man, a great day to hear what some a country great music. day for that. Oh, yeah. that would be it'd be incredible. Hey, by the way, um, 
Harley Bryan, a friend of mine, he was he happened he sent me a text this week and he goes, by the way, I I, I listened to y'all's podcast, uh-huh. and he goes, and I was at the Marshall Tucker concert as well. We just didn't see each other. <laughs> that's oh, wow. funny. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and I said, oh, that's awesome. And uh, and he said, hey, by the way, the guy that you were talking about, you know, the biker looking guy mm-hmm. that came up there and and sang, you know, their great song that they have. He said the biker's guy's name is Channing Wilson, and he said you need to check him out on Spotify and listen to some of his music on some of his music. Uh-huh. Huh. Channing, and so Wilson. I did. So Chris Channing Wilson, and if anybody out there wants to, it was at that concert and uh, would like to listen to Channing Wilson. He has some of his own stuff, and he's Ooh. a young, ascending, I guess, singer. But some of his stuff is incredible okay yeah so check out Channing Wilson and he's Kevin he is right up your alley okay I I I like it yeah Yeah. cool see man it ain't just hunting and fishing it's food it's music it's life bike riding hey That's outdoors. <laughs> That's what I know it is. The, uh, the bike riding is in the Ab- outdoors. Absolutely. And, Rosca- yeah, and Roscalusa's add- outdoors, too. Roscalusa's outdoors. Where, where exactly is that at in Nocatee, Chris? Uh, That's where we went to that uh, yeah, remote. Where we had the remote. Where the That's boat right. show was. Yeah. yeah. Let me, uh, okay, okay. I've got directions. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, let yeah. me see. So it's, uh, it's simple. Two it's a thir- field. 232 Nocatee Centerway, Ponte Vedra, Florida. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, you drive in and... At the Nocatee, you follow the Nocatee Welcome Center signs, and boom, it's right there. Yep. Super well, easy. Well, that'll, that'll be a, a cool way to spend the day. Oh, oh, oh I'm absolutely. telling you. I'm telling yeah, you. And, and, it's and the music's amazing. Live, I mean, it's, it's live music all day, right? Yeah. 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 yeah this is oh, like, that's, the, that's it's awesome. like the 10th anniversary uh, but, this year, But too, the cool so. thing is, Jeff, is they sit up there and they tell you about how they wrote the songs, why they wrote the songs. So you get background. Yeah. Oh, storytellers. The storytellers. Yeah. It's not, it's not just about the music. It's, it's, you really get in depth of who they are and it's, um, it's, it's pretty cool. And we're talking, I mean, we're talking huge, huge hits too. Yeah. Huge hits. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, I got a little live music, uh, date this week. Going to see Aaron Lewis. Good for you. Oh yeah. Of, uh, the band Stain, but Aaron Lewis is country as a solo artist. And Stain, uh, by the way, is not. Just it saying. is not country. They are not. No. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, pretty. But it's not Stain. It's, no. it's Correct. Aaron Lewis. It's Aaron Correct. Lewis yep. acoustic. acoustic. Formerly yeah. of Stain. Yeah. yeah. Of, uh, at the Thrasher Horn Center, which I heard is an incredible venue. Awesome venue. Is it? Have you been there, Chris? Oh, yeah. Really, I got, I, really I, I'm good looking time. so forward to this. Yeah. Great time. Because he can belt them out, and he's a great country music singer. And if people have never listened to Aaron uh, to Aaron Lewis mm-hmm. and listen to his country music and his acoustic stuff. Wow! Yeah, it's wow. It and, is wow. Yeah. And I yeah, also guarantee he'll be he'll be speaking a little bit too. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, there'll anyway. be a, All right, there'll uh, be a lot of hooting and hollering tonight. Yeah, there, there will be. Oh yeah. Yep. He's got that one song that uh, recently came out, and I'm trying to remember the name. Hang of on, it. I'll, I'll, it's, um, it, am I the only I one? Sent it, I'm, I sent yeah. that to you. <laughs> no, I, I sent it to you. We sent it. I sent it to you. You sent it to me, and then I sent it to everybody. Yeah, exactly. People sent it yeah. to people. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's one that uh, everybody wants to send to each other. Yes, absolutely. And then we actually posted that on our Facebook. We did. Yep. We did. We sure did. Incredible song. Yeah, amazing song. Uh, with uh, a, an incredible message. Yeah, exactly. And I love it. All right, Chris, who do we have uh, on hold? And who do we need to talk Oh, we to? got a whole bunch of people. We got Rick and Steve and Joey. Mm-hmm. Well, which one are we going to first? Oh, let's go to Rick. 
All right, let's talk to Rick. Morning, Rick. Morning, guys. I'm going to spin morning, the wind. I'm going to spin the wind. Um, had a, a friend and his family in town last week, and uh, he's a great fly fisherman. I mean, a great fly fisherman. So I wanted to get out, check the tides, and it was marginal. But thanks to the wind and the full moon, we got a we got a uh, a flood last Saturday and Sunday and, and yep. Monday, and, and uh, got out, uh, got after some tail and redfish. But you know, the reason I knew that is the velocity tide on NOAA, and it shows 4.2, 4.3. When you use the Mayport bar pilot's tide chart, that not only gives you the predicted, but the actual. And it was about four to five tenths over predicted, which meant that we had a flood down here. So, um, you know, thank God for the wind, and we got an early uh, early season flood tide last weekend. Yeah, so there were some actually some reds on the flats on, on a flood tide in April. Yeah, yep. Huh. It was marginal. But mainly the flats that were closer to the ditch. Yeah. But yeah, we got out there and got after them. Uh, did some wading and then also pulled the boat around. So cool. It was a blast. Good for you. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it was a good weekend. Good to get out and, and get some tailors in April. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Yep. Yep. They don't, you don't hear of that very often. No, no. But you know, it's all about. You never would have thought it when you look at a four point two predicted. Yeah. And it's it's looking at the actual and being able to see that. That curve at the Mayport Bar Pilots NOAA page, and, and you can see that the delta's coming in. It was the push from the east wind, and, you know, there was a swell running. So, uh, yeah, it was good. That's that, that's cool. Thanks, Rick. Because yeah. I, I, we were talking about that on the forecast show on Thursday, and I'll be honest with you, I, I, I told the guys I think it's a little too early. I mean, I've flood tide fished my whole life. I shouldn't say that. The last 20 years. And mm-hmm. and I never even thought about going in April. First off, we never have flood tides in April, right? You know, no. but but I, I I would have never thought to go up in the grass in April in seventy two degrees, seventy one degrees of water temperature. No, you know, but well, that, that's cool. You know, did you see? Did you well, see any sheep's head? No, I did not see any sheep heads. Um, you know, but typically the tides it was like a, over a five footer, but it was at night. The tides in the daytime were four two, four three. Right. But you know, because we had the, the, the east wind pushing in and that swell, that's what pushed it over. So, got you. Um, yeah, no, I always look for the sheep that I always seem to see them when I'm motoring in the canals and they're eating snails off the, you know, right. the reeds right there yep. before I get into the flats. But didn't see any the other day. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, check the tide chart. Cool. Check the, the Mayport bar pilots is the one to, to keep looking at. Uh, that gives you the actual. Thank okay, you, Rick. Man, see you. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We got Rick and Steve, a news on Top Gun, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. CNH Marine Construction, if you got a little piece of waterfront heaven, and I can tell you if you've got a big piece of waterfront heaven, too, they can build you a dock that might go a half a mile long through a little wetland area. Unbelievable, those <laughs> pictures last week that Bob sent us. Yeah, oh, man. Wow. Beautiful work. I mean, big enough. Uh, we're talking docks that you can drive tractors on, yeah. man. CNH Marine Construction, they can build anything when it comes to marine-grade uh, docks, bulkheads, boathouses, boat lifts, nature trails, you name it, they can, they can handle it, it yep. at CNH Marine Construction. Uh, we are live down at Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine, mm-hmm. which is literally right across uh, US 1 from Welcome to Mo Southwest Grill down here by the uh, Home Depot. 
at Nick's Boatyard Road. Got all kinds of discounts going on. So the one thing that I see that I need is uh, Fish Bites Popping Corks. 30% 30% off. All right. I, need, I need some corks. All right. You know, the, the, the Cajun Thunders that we throw. Yeah. I, I mean, literally, if, if, if you don't do anything stupid, you, you'll have those things for years. Oh, yeah. They lose their color. They, they're all beat up. The, the metal's all bent. You know, so I, I need some new popping corks. I just looked at that. Awesome. All right. Hey, uh, let's go to the yep. phone lines. Chris, uh, I think we still have Steve and Joey. So let's talk to Steve first. Morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, y'all. Uh Please don't laugh at me when I ask this question, but um, <laughs> well, I don't. Said that. Uh, we have we have tur- we have turkeys in our neighborhood, and I'm not an outdoorsman, but I love listening to y'all stories and stuff every Saturday. Okay. But um, what is the difference in uh, a male and a female turkey? How do you know the difference between the two? I think it's a great question. It, it is a great question, and because uh, sometimes it it can be a little bit difficult to tell the difference. But here's generally speaking, okay, the hen is a little bit smaller. The hen will have a gray uh, head with a little bit of pinkish kind of to it, but it's hard to see mm-hmm. unless you're very close to it. Okay, a gobbler and, will, they're, and they're much more tan. Yeah, the entire body a little bit more tan. Yeah. The uh, gobbler has a, a head that can be red for the most part, but when he's excited, it can be white, blue, and red, or red, white, and blue is a better way to say yes, it, it, right? Is. Yes, and, uh, and then he'll have what we refer to a beard, which is actually feathers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that protrudes from down below the head in what we call the neck area. And uh, and then he has spurs just like a rooster would have, you know, in a in a in a chicken yard. Mm-hmm. So and he's much darker, darker for the most part. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get variations. I mean, sure. he can even get like a, 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 a an albino. Yep. You're, yep. you're right. You're right. He'll yeah. have a big snood turkey. Yeah, well, a, a lot older uh, an older adult male tur- gobbler will have like a big thing hanging off his nose it's like that's a big called, old booger like a booger well that's called a snood. It's, yeah. it, and it's the it's the neatest thing and steve it, uh, a snood is uh, on top of their head kind of down t- between their beak and their eyes kind of thing it's like this little point but when he gets excited this thing <laughs> it, it twitches oh, and goes it, up it, it goes straight it up. turns long and floppy and <laughs> hangs down yes yeah. Like he's having a, in a, a moment of excitement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when he gets nervous again, it goes back to being short and just kind of a point. It's it's very Sounds weird. Sounds familiar. <laughs> but I mean, it's a great question, Stephen. It uh, and they're they're really neat animals to watch. They are. We 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 get them in a neighborhood like in the fall time. And, sure. And I just wondered what the difference was in the two because I I don't know. It's yeah, it's mainly the the head coloring. Yeah, mainly the head coloring. You know, the, the gob- yeah, the, the, you know, a male will have a beard. A Jake, which is an immature gobbler, will have a little beard, which is a beard kind of looks like essentially a finger. Uh, you know, for a mature bird, it's like a finger of feathers that are very narrow that hang down. They're like ten inches, eleven inches or so long. And a Jake, an immature gobbler, it will be three inches two three inches long and it sticks out straight kind of yeah but the biggest way to tell the difference is the size of the bird and then the color of the head gobblers having a red head when they're kind of just normal walking around and then the hens having a grayish head thank you yep you're very welcome thanks steve thanks for listening 
All right, right, let's go talk to. Wait, uh, uh, do you, you remember? Uh, <laughs> this is a while ago. Do you remember when we when we were starting to do that satellite show, and I wrote a theme song for that show? Uh huh. Do you uh-huh. remember? Do you remember that? Uh, because we were sitting. I'll never forget this. I, I wrote this song, and I thought it was all catchy because I wrote all kinds of cool outdoor lyrics and all that stuff, and it was a, mm-hmm. a, a country twanger. And and I mentioned uh, that the beards were red. And the tails were white, so so the the white tails for the deer. But then I, I I actually thought the snood was the beard. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you messed that's, that up. Yeah, that's how stupid. And you were sure to call me out on that, Mister Logman. I'll never yeah, forget that. Uh, we were sitting around this big table, and you're like, uh, "Beards aren't red. Uh, they're not." <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> well, like, and you got eh. well, like the caruncles and around the like neck or, can be red. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes even the waddles will have a little color in them. <laughs> yeah, write, write your country who, song about who, that. Who <laughs> I got good good luck finding, good yeah. luck okay. finding a rhyme. How, yeah. how <laughs> drunk was the person naming turkey parts? What, yes, what is that? Absolutely. Yeah. That's Snood. Uh, is it Crunkles? Crunkles. Crunkles. Looks and, like uh, Car Uncles. Yeah, and what's the other? Uh, waddles. Waddle. Waddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got Crunkles. I got Waddles. I got Snood on my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Standing right, on so the road. Is uh is Joey <laughs> still on hold, Chris? Head all red. <laughs> yeah, Joey is. All right, let's uh let's go talk to Joey this morning. Morning, Joey. Good morning, guys. Hey, I just got a quick question for you, and if you've already talked about it, I apologize. I just got in my car this morning. Um I was just curious to what y'all's thoughts were on the controversy that's going online about the hunter that killed the uh, the albino turkey. Was that? Do you guys agree with him shooting it, or do you not? I'm just. Curious. Well, let me let, let me. What, what, what was? Uh, what's the controversy? Well, the controversy. Well, it was a legal, that, illegal like, turkey, right? Yes, yeah, it, was it was illegal turkey. The, con- the controversy is that you know it's a rare albino, and, and some people think you shouldn't have you shouldn't have killed it. But I, I did. I mean, see if it's where a, some I mean, my actual hunters. I actually saw where some hunters agreed with them that he shouldn't have killed it, and I was just curious what y'all thought. All right, look, I, I, I'm a, I'm a believer in that. If that's if the legal, if it's a legal take, I then, agree with Jeff. Then more power to him. I, 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 I agree too. It's like I, trout. I, I, First I always off, hear the thing about an eight-pound trout. I, I, if I a guy's hungry and he wants to eat an eight-pound trout, I'm not gonna beat him up over it. If he hadn't caught a trout in in eight months and he catches an eight-pound trout, some guys will say you need to let it go. If he wants to take it home and eat it and fry it, I got no problem with that. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same with, with – I mean, first first of all, I would hope that the guy got it mounted so that you can have that thing kind of yeah. uh, live forever and uh, and then maybe put it someplace where the it can be shared. At least keep the fan and, and, yeah, and where the story. Yeah, see yeah. it. Take I a mean, picture of it and I, I had frame it. My and, literally next-door neighbor in, in Georgia last year, um, he shot a piebald doe. Mm-hmm. Right. And and he brought it by the house. Right. right at, he, he got a full mount. He, awesome. A full mount of it. You know? I got no and, and, problem and, and, with somebody shooting a piebald deer. That's or, what I'm saying. And, I mean, or, or an albino deer. Yeah. No, I mean, if, 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 it's, if it's a legal, legal take. Yeah. And, you know, and, it's and a I'll, personal choice. Well, I'm like, with Kirk, why, who am I to tell him what to do? That's well, right. It's if, a personal choice. From what yeah. I understand, okay, and, and I'm not an expert, Joey, but from what I have read, and Dave Edwards, Scotty Brown would probably know more on this than I would, but uh, albinoism is uh, is actually considered a recessive gene that Correct. is one hundred percent. It's not 
exactly positive. It, yeah, no, right. it's considered a genetic defect, actually. It's, it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so my, my thing is I'm not a believer in these. Some people will say, oh, yeah, it's a defect and it's a weakness and so it should be shot. No, no. I'm not. No. But if it's, if it's a, it should, there should be no rules written that prohibit somebody from taking an animal if that is an illegal animal to take just because of what color it is. Right. Yeah. Or, There's no reason to protect it or to take it out. If it has uh, a different it, it just physiology, is what it is. and it's, yeah. it's, it's exactly Chris, it's yeah. like a it's like a turkey with four beards, four rope beards. Now, it, how long would it have taken you to figure out that this is a turkey? I would have been sitting there going, "Somebody let the daggum yeah, chicken out!" Chicken out, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. I tell you what, if you go to any turkey farm, guess what? They're white. They're all white. those turkeys are white, yeah, yeah. and they're all gobblers. Yeah, that's you right. know, I mean, come on, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's a great question, though, Joey. It, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Right, yeah, I was just curious. I agree with you guys that uh, I probably would have done it too because it's rare to probably get one in the wild and, and you know, kind of have it as a story and stuff like that. But I was just curious what y'all take was. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I appreciate the question, and, and I'll, I'll share this to you. I had a, a, a piebald doe on my property, and I think she's gone now, and had a couple opportunities to take it, mm-hmm. to take her. Yeah. And, and she was very unique in that because she was piebald, but also because, for whatever reason, she looked kind of like a pony. She was short-legged mm-hmm. and very, very thick. She looked different than all the other does. And, uh, but we, I didn't shoot it, and other guys chose not to shoot it because we just thought, here's, a, here's an animal that if, if you see it next year, you know it's going to be the same one. And right. So it'd be cool to see it again yeah. just from the standpoint of, look at that. Yep. You know, and not, but I mean, if, if, uh, but if somebody came on the property and said, you know, and they were friends of mine and they wanted to take, I didn't tell anybody they couldn't shoot it or right. anything. I'm like, you know, look, it's up to you. Right. Yeah. I like yeah. seeing it because the next year when you see that same doe, you know, it's her. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see her again and again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but if somebody else on the, in the neighbor, she wandered over there and they, and they got it. And they were like, oh, hey, man, you got to see this stuff. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, like I said, who are we to – Yeah, I'm if, not going to judge if, that. If it's, if it's legal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take a break. Thanks, yep, thank Thanks, you, Joey. Joey. Uh, let's take a break. 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us via the phone line here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. But if you want to come see us in person, we are live at Fish, Bo- uh, Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine at Nick's Boatyard Road right across from – uh, Mo Southwest Grill and beside the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Can't miss it. So come on down and join us. Hey, it's uh, Truck Month at Nimnick Chevrolet, 1550 Cassett Avenue. They got some Silverados on the ground so you can find your options that you love, the color, whatever details you like about the Silverado. And uh, you got 0% financing, you got $1,000 in accessories, and you always get a best price guarantee at the Nimnik family of dealerships. And that's why Nimnik has been an award-winning dealership, and I say really should say dealerships because both Chevrolet and Buick and GMC have won many awards through the years. And congratulations to them, and that's why they've been in business since, uh, like, the, the prehistoric days. <laughs> Yeah, I think you should. When they were the selling Dur- caveman yeah. Fred Flintstone yeah, vehicles, right. get the Duramax 3.0, folks. Get the Duramax Silverado 3.0. When you guys were kids, just real quick, mm. you remember those pedal cars? Oh just yeah, oh yeah, of oh yeah. Did you have a pedal car? Yep. 
I we didn't have one. I didn't, one. Not. I well, didn't have mean one like either. a little kid car? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had. I had a little fire engine. Where you sit yeah, in and I you, had and a fire you, engine, no. too. I had yeah. a fire engine. Yeah. You did? Yeah. I did. I, yeah. I had a fire hat with it and everything. Yeah. Favor? I didn't have one either. No. And I, I feel like that I have been robbed of some of yeah. my childhood experiences but because I didn't have I, one. I'll, I'll tell you this. When I was six or seven, I was driving a tractor. There you go. Yeah, you weren't robbed of nothing. Just don't tell your mom. I kind of went right past. All right, so let me ask you another question here, okay? This is totally off base of the outdoor show. Seriously, how old were you when you were sitting on your dad's lap? Driving. Driving. Driving his 1967 Corvette Stingray with a 427 Ford side pipes. Come on now. I was – that was when we lived on Popper. I was was in grade school, like first, second grade. Yeah. And I'll never forget, dude, Ryan sitting in his lap Absolutely. with that Corvette that he traded a guy even up. It was the 1970s, oh. and this was during a gas crunch, and a guy wanted to do an even swap just because this 67 Corvette Stingray oh, burnt so much it. gas. It oh. drank it. You talk about stealing a car, though. Yeah. I mean, an even swap? Yeah. Metallic uh, green. I was talking to Joey Crone yesterday about it because didn't mean uh, to get him started. Yeah. a guy that he knows. I'll not uh, get back uh, to my question now. The guy he knows actually has a '67 Corvette Stingray with side pipes and a convertible oh, man. white Love top. The side pipes, and man. I got to get a picture of this so I can send to my pops because that's the car that I learned how to drive a car in in his yeah. lap. Uh, oh. My papa had an old Ford tractor, and I mean he would literally, you know, cow pasture. Yep. Learn to drive, yep. boy. Yep. You know, Go at it. First gear. Can't hurt yep. nothing. Are you kidding me? That's man, right. are you doing two miles an hour, and you're, oh. you're freaking old. Feeling it, the wind you know? in your Seven hair. Years old. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, yeah, my pap was always the one for that. So, yeah, I got the tractor. I got to steer the tractor. I got to drive the Buick, the 20 the plus foot long Buick. Uh, that was just, I mean, a total land yacht, that thing. But, man, he let me, he let me drive it. Let me drive it you. right on his lap. When, was the when, best. You know, my my mom's side of the family, all all farmers mm-hmm. in North Dakota. So in the summer, we used to go up to North Dakota and spend time with the family, and we'd always go to the farm, and or should I say farms because everybody was on a farm. And one of the coolest things have you ever done? Uh, the you know how the snow saucers have you ever done snow saucers towed behind a tractor? I can't oh, say I have. Wow. No, uh, the, the snow, dude. I grew up in the south. So you did, of course so, not. Okay. No, yeah. but, no, but did, I'm not talking uh, in the snow. No, well, I know. But why would we even in, have a snow saucer? in the in the fields and the hay fields? <laughs> but what and we stuff. did do is we took a tow. <laughs> we had the radio. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had the radio flyer. <laughs> <laughs> We took a ski rope and hooked it to the back of the car and uh-huh. took our surfboards and put it in a ditch and surfed down the That's ditch. That's awesome. Getting pulled by a car. Well, we, in, in North Dakota, we would have a ski rope uh-huh. behind the tractor, okay. and we get on a snow saucer and get pulled. And like just like boating. You what know, is you, a snow saucer for? For going downhill. So you yeah. sit on it. It's a oh, like a toboggan? Yeah, like, it's like, a like, no. yeah. like an inner tube. Got, like oh, getting pulled behind yeah, yeah. a boat. You're it's, sitting on the snow I saucer. Got okay. It's got two handles get, on it. Yeah. And you, and you ride down the hill on Can't it. Can't hold both Didn't of you them. see Christmas you Vacation? A circle. And yeah. so the, the tractor would get going straight uh-huh. and then would turn. And just oh, no. like a boat, you get to crack the whip. You know, you'd be around another hay field, you know, behind this tractor. It was awesome. I mean, and the only thing that was bad was that if there was, you know, a, a piece of debris in the field, then it hurt. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> a big pile of manure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they yeah. didn't have cows up oh, there. Oh, they didn't have cows the cows okay. would freeze up there in the uh, back yeah. in wintertime. We were 10 miles from the Canadian border, yeah. for God's sakes. But my question, okay, uh-huh. we had, to, you know, pedal cars were big as a kid. I didn't have one. Yeah. Would you rather have as a kid 
a pedal car or the old school big wheel? Oh, oh see, I was a total big wheel freak. Yeah, no, I had the big wheel. Love the yeah, big wheel. Nah. It ain't even a question. No, it's it? not. Oh, no, no, no. Wanted, no, the big wheel was better. awesome. But I'll tell you, heart. but for me, though, the the ultimate was the green machine. The, the, green the green machine was the one that you kind of sat back in and you had you could steer the back wheels would turn and you had handles that you'd be able to whip it and I mean it would whip you around like crazy oh it was it was the best and do I, they even make a big wheel anymore I, I don't think so yeah th- you could probably I, order it online th- yeah I think get anything do. online Amazon. Amazon. If, if they're not making big How, wheels or some variant of a big I mean, wheel, kid, kids are missing out. Yeah, kids don't even like this. Like oh, sword, kids are missing out anyway. Anyway, totally off outdoor yes. show topic, but that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I'm not. we're not apologizing for yep. it either. The original not big wheel, police edition, is on Amazon. <laughs> Uh, the really? original big wheel, blue, yellow, red, giant sixteen. Oh, so this, are they new? Or are they are they are this like eBay no? These are these classics. are new. Yeah, these oh, are these new. are new. Mm-hmm. These are yep. all new. Yeah, there are flying several. wheel. Yep. Yeah, there you are know? several of them. You can just uh, all kind of varieties. Yeah. You know, you can get one with a uh, CB in it. You know, set <laughs> uh, <laughs> of dealy buckers hanging off the back end. So you can call. Tail. So you can call a red snapper here. Yeah, you're. Gonna, <laughs> Yeah, hey, good buddy. This is your good buddy, uh, Red Snapper here. Uh, you see any Smokies on the road? Ten four, good buddy. I just remember as a kid, and shoot, uh, you got big wheel bicycles, Hollywood, USA. Okay, you know? the big wheels, the old school big wheels, which was the big wheel in the front with a with pedals yeah. on it, and then he had the two, and these were plastic tires. The two in the back that were hard plastic. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you grew up in Florida, Kevin, so you didn't have any hills. No. Okay. In Virginia, we had hills. And so, as a kid, uh, the, the there was always dares. Okay. Oh. Who had the courage to go down the big hills? So, so, if you lost your footing on that front wheel, it's eating you no, up. No, no, you couldn't keep your feet on the front no, wheel. No, no, you had no to, way. you know, you had legs just floating you had to hold free them up. up in the air. Yeah, or you oh, had to put them my. up on top of the handlebars. Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh yeah, on these big hills. Yeah, and that and the friction created on the big wheel, it couldn't even handle it. You in were you place, were never making it to the bottom of the it hill. Melt the plastic. You were always yeah. dead. Oh. You were always <laughs> dead. You, you, could the, you, you could hear the you could hear the pedals. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I had a bungee cord. So never I could strap my tackle box on the back of mine and <laughs> rod holders, twin rod holders, so I could go down to the lake. <laughs> All right, so so here's yep. a, here's an honest question because it, it it takes me back to what I wanted to ask you guys and Kevin you specifically earlier about guana with these freshwater lakes mm-hmm. that exist in guana. How do you how how do you can can you tote some kind of a a little kayak? We, we in waited. There? You just waited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Galligators there and everything. Oh yeah. And you still went waste. Oh yeah, absolutely. Snakes. I mean, I'm just telling you that's what we did. <laughs> okay. we, we, we never took a boat. Uh, but would you, would you do it again now? Absolutely. That'd be a long 100%. walk for the boat. All right, so here's the deal. I got bikes. Yep. We need to find a way to rig some PVC on these bikes, and me and you are going to go for a bike ride, mm-hmm. and we're going to hit some of your old stomping grounds. I'm dead awesome. serious. That'd be awesome. I'm dead serious. I would love to do Backpacks, that. Backpacks, yep. okay, with, with tackle mm-hmm. and, and worms. Can you bring cold beer and guana? No. Can't do that in State Park. No alcohol. 
I, I mean, well, we don't have to. Well, yeah, I, mean, I was well, going to say, I, I, yeah. boy, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Debbie Downer, That's that tall boy right there. I yeah. know what he's got in that backpack. <laughs> Pull him over, will you? I'm sure we whoop, wouldn't be whoop. the first one that brought him here. But seriously, there. would that not be cool? Yes, it would be to, to throw. It, it would be that, that that McNeil's pond. I'd love to go back to McNeil's. I'm ready. Pond. What's yeah. your name, okay. boy? Uh, Tony Baselli. <laughs> totally. You look like Jeff Logman. Nope. I've been I've been called Hold Tony Baselli a million times, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? I'm yeah. gonna be Tony Baselli yeah. yeah. in Guana. <laughs> You can just call me Hall of Fame. Yeah, there's no beer in my backpack. That Jeff Logman, he'd do that. Though. Well, we're, we're celebrating my Hall of Fame induction. Right. I'm Tony Baselli. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, All right, let's take a break. All right, let's do. Uh, we come back. Uh, we're going to have a very special guest on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've got a really good uh, Ring Power Caterpillar Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And it's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. And uh, our tip this week is pretty simple And that, uh, hey, there's a tent sale going on at Fish Bites Trading Post today. And it goes on until 6 p.m. today, and they've got all kinds of specials going on. And and we've brought on Mr. Marty here to talk about it. Marty, uh, good morning, by the way. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the air with you guys. Absolutely. All right, so tell people uh, what your situation is, your relationship with Fish Bites and the trading post here. Well, I go back with Fish Bites in the car family for, uh, for 20 years or so. Uh, the CEO, Terry, and I used to roommate back in the back in the days. And, uh, Did you guys get in a little bit of trouble together? Ah, uh, no, we were good. We liar. were good. Liar. <laughs> you, see, you see what that's called? The Liars Club. Club. We are the Liars Club here. We got a lot of fishtails and a lot of good stories that go on here at the shop. So uh, we try to keep the personal ones uh, to the side. Well, you but, understand. Uh, yep. Well, I, I got to say that, uh, first of all, the store and this setup is that you guys have, it's fantastic. Thank you. We appreciate it. You know, we put a lot of uh, work and effort into this building, try to make it a little different than everybody else's. Uh, got a great layout. Um, we've been open for about a year and a half now, and uh, business has been really good. We've had great feedback from the community. Um, we host a ton of events for charitable yep. events. Uh, we you know, Fish Bites and the Fish Bites family has always sponsored the community uh, 150%. So we're always here to support it um, and do whatever we can to uh, help a great cause. So, so I, I got to tell you this story because we actually, years ago when we were at AM600 The Ball, this is, this is going way back. This radio shows 25 years in October, okay? So we actually had Mike Carr on and, and because we wanted to know what fish bites was, right? We wanted to, and he started going into this scientific data. Oh yeah, and it was we we were all like blown away. We're like, what? You watched pinfish and uh, he he went into this. That was like a whole. So he he <laughs> he started like going through his whole diatribe of yeah. the study that he was conducting. Yes, uh-huh. it was it was awesome. It yeah, it's really amazing how the product uh, was developed and it's it's made. And uh, Fish Bites is, is pretty much nationwide now. We're going international now. Um, it's been a huge success. It just keeps growing and growing. Um, well, because it works. That's right, it works. Absolutely. I mean, that's fact. Yeah, it's a total yeah, fact. fact. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, now with our Fight Club, uh, excuse me, Fight Club lure line out for our inshore guys. And Tell me about that because I, I, I don't know anything about that. 
So uh, we developed our, our inshore line, it was Fight Club Lures. Um, we got a paddle tail, we got a jerk bait, we got a fighting shrimp, uh, we got a, a, a five inch curly tail, and we just came out with a new uh, six inch grub. Um, so these are different patterns of the actual fish bites, the attractive scent piece thing? or Yeah, they're all they're all scent, uh, okay. scented baits. Uh, you know, it's a water solvent bait, so our bait actually dissolves in the water. Mm -hmm. um, it's not uh, soaked in any liquid, so it has a natural scent and wow. attractant. Mm -hmm. So while you're uh, you're tossing your bait and retrieving it, it automatically puts out an automatic scent versus, you know, the fish bites line, which is, you know, our, our main thing is surf fishing and uh, bottom fishing and bottom fishing. Yeah. You know, we're really hitting the offshore market now with our fish bites chunks. You know, we have that in shrimp, crab and squid mm -hmm. now. Um, it's what's really starting to uh, get out there because um, it's simple. It's easy. Uh, you know, we have the mesh that runs through it, doesn't come off the hook. You can yeah. catch multiple fish. Uh, Trigger fish and sea bass absolutely can't stand it. Yeah. They can't resist. They cannot. Yeah. Don't say they can't stand yeah. it. They're like, no, no, I don't it. Yeah. No, it's incredible. Like you said, you know, being a charter captain, you put on a piece of fish bites and drop it down to the bottom you're like and, and dude you can catch multiple fish you know i mean it's it's it, it is an amazing especially trigger fish mm -hmm. you know because trigger fish can get anything off of a hook they, they can't get that piece of uh -uh. fish bites off there. it ain't coming know? off no. it almost um and and, I, and maybe it's different but i just remember when it first came out there was like a little bit of a it looked like drywall mesh it's kind of in fresh. the fish bite yes we have two products that we uh we had the uh, the mesh in one, which is in their blue bags, and we also have a red bag, which does not have it. It's more of a uh, northern bait for the colder water. It doesn't dissolve as quick. Um, but we do use the uh, the red bags. A lot of people use it for tipping jigs and yep. bucktails and uh, anything when the fish are real stingy. I mean, you don't need that much of a piece on it, and it dissolves at a little faster rate, which puts that attractant out there. So it really helps. Like in the winter time, I mean, that's what all we use. You know, we got a nice little bucktail barely move it it's putting a little scent off and uh it really it really works really well so it, it, where, where i want to try it and it, maybe you can help me here is it, this is way off but i want to try it in my pond yeah because whenever you're catching shiners it's a little tiny piece of, of, of bread so if i could cut a little tiny white piece of, of fish bites oh and, yeah and, and put it on there i'll, I'll try it i mean i am i'm gonna yeah. try it because it would make it much easier because they're 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 mealy mouth, you know they right. they come up and, and nine out of ten times they they get that piece of bread off mm -hmm. there. But if you have that little piece of fish bites on there, they keep on exactly. working to get it. Yeah, exactly. All yeah. right. So so but this fish bites trading post is you don't sell just fish bites here. You've got other stuff as well. And and today with this tent sale, you know, when I first walked in this morning and I was kind of stepping over a bunch of piles of stuff that you guys I guess we're going to relocate outside to the tent. What do you guys have for sale today out here at the tent? Um, you know, we have a lot of stuff. We got over a hundred products. Um, you know, we're Daiwa's biggest dealer in Northeast Florida, so they support us really well. So we got tons of Daiwa reels from the new releases to you know stuff uh, that's just six or seven months old on the market. So uh, we got red bone rods, we got bull bay rods, we got Coonan rods, we got BG combos. Um, we got Daiwa tackle bags, Calcutta bags, uh, Calcutta pliers. Uh, <laughs> we got offshore stuff as well, which we're trying to really push that market as well because mm -hmm. we do have a great line of offshore stuff here. Nomad lures, uh, island lures. Um, 
you know, Rapala, we got blackfin rods, uh, we got Crowder rods, we got gaffs. I mean, you name it. This store supports pretty much not just fish bites, but we have a wide variety, uh, variety of uh, products. And, you know? and, and one thing that um, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people realize is fish bites are literally made right here uh, in St. Augustine. So, you, I mean, you have employees, you, you, you know, there's, there's a whole lot going on besides just this store. Yeah, it's really exciting. You know, we call this the Fish Bites Campus. You know, we got the tackle shop now. We got two factories behind us. We're right on the water. We got a great restaurant right next to us. We're right next to Home Depot. And one of our big features as well is we got the Twice Ice Machine, which is a huge success. Um, you know, we're one of the machines in town that's always working. Um, so, um, you know, us being able to own it and maintain it, um, we're able to keep it running 24 hours a day. And, uh, you know, for 20, 20 pounds for $2 and 30 pounds for 3 bucks, you, you, I mean, you, you can't, can't go you can't wrong. Beat that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Say that again? How much? 20 pounds for $2, and you get a bonus if you get uh, 40 pounds, it's 3 bucks. So uh, 40 pounds of ice yep. for 3 bucks. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you can't beat that anywhere. You can't beat you that at any store. Um, we got a water machine uh, with it as well, so we got great water. Um, super cheap. Um, people are filling five-gallon jugs. You know, you could do a rinse. You could do a gallon. I mean, it's it's just amazing. Nice. It really it is. is. You, got, uh, you thought of it all, which is which is really cool. All right, yeah. so um, uh, tent sale uh, today, and then when does it end? Ends at six o'clock. Um, we have uh, Rick Murphy here yeah. today and Dave Farrell. I'm sure you've mentioned that already on the show. Um, so we're really excited about having Rick and Dave here. And uh, for the, for the people that don't know, tell people who they are and, and what they're going to be talking about. All right. So uh, you know the. Uh, Rick's got his show, the Inside Florida Fishing Show, which is huge. You know, they got one for Florida. They got one for Texas. He's got Sportsman Adventures. Um, you know, and they're going to be featuring our products as well as some other products. So um, A little you know, educational that, seminar. Absolutely. You know, they're going to teach everything, the tricks and trades of how to use our baits and how to use other baits. Like we said, we're Fish Bites Trading Post. We're a tackle store. We just don't feature our own stuff. We, we feature all the top products out there on the market. And uh, we're super excited. The yep. store uh, is fantastic. It's got a great look. And one of our biggest things is we got a great deck out front. People can come out and hang out. We can talk stories. Yeah. Um, and one of our big features, we'll be, uh, we're going live bait here yeah. soon as oh, well. We, so we, we were talking about Ooh. that. We were talking about that this morning. I was getting ready to ask you. You know, you said you bought uh -oh. a couple, couple tanks and. And you can have some some live bait. That's cool. Yeah, we invested in some really good tanks from Extreme. Um, uh, there the filtration systems in it already. Uh, the cooling systems in it already. So we'll be able to keep the the, the, the yeah, bait really fresh. Plenty so. of room to get a boat trailer and then out of here too. Which Absolutely, makes it nice, yeah. you know. which is great. The property's huge. Um, you can bring the boats in and out. You can bring trailers in and out. We got construction people bringing their stuff in and out for the ice. So there's tons of room here. So. Uh, that's one thing we don't that, lack. That, that's that's, for that's sure. a great feature, by the way. Oh, you ain't lying. I mean, I, I, it's it's tough pulling up to a bait shop that doesn't have parking. It's it's not it's not easy. All right, so um, whose boat is behind us there? That's the company boat. Uh, that's our Hell's Bay Marquesi. Um, that's an absolutely beautiful boat. Yeah, um, we keep it real nice and tight. Uh, we just put a new Mercury 150 on the back of it. Uh, and unfortunately, no one's used it, uh, but myself maybe once in the last four months so uh <laughs> we've all been extremely busy so getting ready for this and just get ready for season and uh uh but the boat's beautiful um, gorgeous it, it's the, love the we, color we call it the cadillac you know it rides super smooth takes the chop well it's dry it's, and it's uh, what folks say it's a hell's bay yeah, and it'll do yeah. about 55 now so um 
which is really cool. And uh, we just put the wrap on it to match the, the Fish Bites Training Post truck. Okay, um, so that's not paint. That's a wrap. Yeah. Okay, now how about the bottom hole color, the light blue? That is the original color. That's of the original boat. color, and then you've got the blue wrap around the, 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 the two-tone makes it look beautiful. Yeah, it's like a smoke blue, um, they call it. Um, you know, it's what's on the truck. And uh, we got a couple other vehicles with that color on it as well now. So uh, we, we love the color. It kind of matches our theme of fish bites. You know, we're blue. and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the boat's amazing. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. Bells Bay puts out a great product, and uh, we also have another one coming. We got a 26 Pathfinder coming, so we're really excited Uh-oh. about that. So, <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to get in the offshore game a little bit, a little, a little more. You know, we need to get some uh, videos and footage of our six-inch grub a little more than we have, and our bottom fishing. Mm-hmm. So we got Scott Jones running around, uh, our sales manager, uh, repping our products. So we get him out in the water and get some of our customers out there and. Uh, just get stuff. it done yeah we're excited uh it's, it's a great place to work great family to work for and uh i'm just excited to be here absolutely well we appreciate you. you coming on yeah, and thanks, uh, for, having thanks for having us yep. and uh we look forward to uh to hanging out here a little bit and doing a little shopping mm-hmm. here we get off cool. here yep. when's, when's the cash register open it's open we're right. ready to roll it's right. open. as soon as the door <laughs> opens the shop's open so uh, it's it's one of those things it's pretty simple <laughs> you know, you, you know, it's uh, the doors open. Here he comes the cat, and, yeah. you know, and, yep. and, and, yep. and then the rest of the people. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate you guys having me, and we appreciate you being here. Absolutely. And uh, look forward to a great day. It's yep. beautiful out today. It and, is uh, gorgeous. Great day to come by. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks, what, buddy. Thank you. Thanks All right, 170 Nick's Boatyard Road. Uh, you can't miss it. It's Fish Bites, Tackle Shop, and Liars Club, and Trading Post. Having a tent sale and a lot of things going on here today. And uh, if you need ice, man, here's your place to go. Two bucks, dude. Wow. Yep. Three bucks for, for 40, 40 pounds of ice. You know how much it is? It where, I mean, where I normally buy bait. How much? It's three seventy-five for seven pounds. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's it crazy. That's it is crazy. Three, three, it, it, no longer do you have 10-pound bags. They're 7-pound bags. Oh, man, they're just trying to get you more. Yeah, absolutely. Get, get you for more. All right, well, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. Uh, we're going to let Captain Kirk uh, <laughs> breathe into the microphone a little bit more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Jeff Loggeman, Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Kirk Waltz were live down at the Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine. They've got a big tent sale going on. And uh, we'll be shopping as soon as uh, we get off the air at 10 o'clock. Can't yes, wait. We will. They've got all kinds of deals going on with fish bites and lures and rods and reels and tackle. Here, you name it. They got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But right now, let's do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. This week's tip, me and Chris are going to have a little bit of a debate. Well, right. it's ironic, oh. too, because that's what we did uh, Thursday morning. What, Had so a debate? T- t- well, tell us, tell us what you did. We did the Mary B's buttermilk biscuits in the oven and did some sausage. And the cool thing is Mary B's has actually uh, reinvented their packaging, so it's a little bit different, mm-hmm. a little nicer, and yeah, they yeah. make the biscuits a correct, little bit bigger. Correct me if I'm wrong. These are in the frozen section? Yep. Correct. Okay. Uh, yep. Correct, which, uh, which for the longest time, you would go to, 
you know, somebody's house, grandma's or whatever, and they'd make homemade biscuits. Like Miss Jewel up in Georgia makes homemade biscuits, yeah. and they're ridiculously good. Daddy makes homemade biscuits every meal. Okay, and that's an art. Yeah. Okay, not anybody can make biscuits. Okay, <laughs> but one of the most consistent makers of biscuits is old Mary B. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mary B. is a world-famous cook. Okay, and you can find her product in the frozen food section. I'm telling you, these are just as good as homemade biscuits, and I'm not lying. But here's where you can separate your biscuits from everybody else's Mary B's biscuits. Don't put them in a baking sheet. Oh, Put them on top of the copper crisper that we've been telling you that is so good. Why? Because you get... The brownness on the top and the bottom. Oh, oh, that's where we're nice. And they also make a 10-count of the jumbo Mary B's biscuits. Yes, they do. And let me tell you what. These biscuits are so good, I just like putting a little bit of butter on them yep. and eat them like a pancake. Yep. And put maple syrup on them and eat them just like a dang uh, pancake. See, oh, that good. I, we had this. I'm done that with that. Good. Don't start all this long. Oh, no, no, no. no, no seriously. It's coming, because, and you know it is. Um, yeah, it is. Okay, syrup. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maple Are you a syrup. cane syrup fan? No. No. no you're really. not? Me neither. No, not. Me neither. I like no. maple syrup. I like maple syrup. Okay, yeah. there's some people that love cane I'm syrup. I'm not a big yeah, fan. Daddy always loved I'm cane syrup. I'm not one of them. I Me mean, neither. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big cane syrup. My dad ate it, too. Yep. I just, I guess because they were raised with it. Right. That's, that's right. right. And yep. I just don't care for it. Now, give me some gallberry honey. Oh, yeah. And on a, for a biscuit. Oh, of course. And all I'm, over. I'm happy. Now, okay, now we've had this debate before. Yeah, you yeah. always put the butter on first. It's, yeah. That's right. It's not a first. debate. You want the butter it's to melt. Clearly yeah. not a debate. And then you it, put it's the clearly honey not on a it. debate. That's not how you I don't do even it. know how you put the honey on and then get the butter on top of the honey. No, you don't. You, you, and you, then you. and then you get honey all over <laughs> the yep. knife and then you can't butter the next biscuit because you got honey all over it and you're just being completely inconsiderate okay. of There's everyone else okay. at the breakfast table. Right You're there, a Chris, rude you, showed, you showed your lack of intelligence oh. by saying, by thinking that you have to spread the honey with a knife. Okay? But, no. You know the old no. bear honey squeeze bottle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. You put your gallberry honey in one of them, and so when you put the honey on the biscuit, you're drizzling it out right. in like a little okay, wine. So you there, don't have Einstein, to touch the biscuit Then if with that's the case, then <laughs> how go. are you getting the butter on top of the honey on top okay. of the biscuit? What are you using and then there? after the honey gets soaked into this. Oh, so now your biscuit's oh. all like wow. loving. Okay, I've already eaten two biscuits biscuit. by the time you're done soaking. <laughs> Because that's you don't have the patience, Julia they, Child. Patience. Oh boy! And then you put a little bit of butter on salted butter. Feel the bite on top of that crispy kind of golden hue from the honey soaking into the biscuit. I'm telling you though, they, it, it's for not a frozen it's, no. product. That's that's not it's the homemade. Best. They are really good. Yeah. They are really good. Yeah. All joking aside, Mary B's frozen biscuits in your frozen food section. Very good. Are the biscuit. best. Butter, biscuit you will honey. put in your mouth. I'm telling you, though, you do. don't get the 20 count, which is a smaller bag. Get the 10 count. It's a bigger jumbo biscuit, and it tastes just that much better. Ron, the best part is, is that you 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 don't you open the bag in the freezer and take out however many biscuits you need. You're yeah, not emptying right, the whole sure, bag, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden now you got to go buy a whole other bag. If you want four biscuits, you just take four biscuits out. And if you got a little mini copper crisper, you use your mini copper crisper instead yeah. of your big copper crisper. I'm a man speaking from experience here. 
<laughs> and then you cookie up a little bit of sausage, a little deer sausage. Yeah, while well, you got it in the pan. Oh, you're oh, killing me now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Now, what would you rather have? Let me ask you another question. Oh, gosh. Here okay. we go. Here we go. Okay, seriously. Would you yeah. rather? Okay, because uh, I never I'm, used to do this. Okay? okay. First of all, the first question is, sausage or bacon on a biscuit? Sausage. I don't know. Both. Yeah, I, I man, I, no. you, you don't have a choice. You don't get Shoot. both. Okay, one or the other. Bacon. Let's Got do it. both. You want bacon? Yeah. Kurt, what the heck, right? Cano, one or the other. No, I'm What's thinking both, man. No. Okay, if I, if I have my drugs. Kevin already took the. the he already yeah, said I'm, you can only get one. Okay, I go for the sausage. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, sausage I'm kind of the same way on a biscuit. I want sausage. Man, I love some. What, what but Terry does that bacon, bacon and that, that egg and the, oh my now now you know I'm not saying egg no he can't just say egg no, no cheese, you can't no add egg. an egg or cheese or anything uh-huh. it's just bacon uh, or sausage uh, well if you're just if it's just if it's one, just bacon yeah, or yeah, more no, sausage no, I want sausage I'm same way yeah I'll isn't that crazy yeah. yeah yeah but if it's egg and cheese meat. oh it's, it's I want bacon no see no I gotta have sausage on that too gotta have sausage on that too yeah all right let me ask you something yeah real quick this is a serious question. Okay, you got sausage. We all have sausage Outdoor on our biscuit. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, we get sidetracked. Patty or Link. Okay, we all have sausage on our biscuit. Patty or Link. Now link. we have anything that you want to put on that biscuit with that sausage patty. Okay. okay you can put butter. You can yep. put jam. Yep. You can put honey. Mm-hmm. You can put ketchup. You can put whatever you want. Maple syrup. What are you putting on it? I'm putting. Or, maple are syrup. you putting anything on it? Oh yeah. Um, I, I do like a little ketchup. Oh, ketchup. Okay. Maple syrup. Maple syrup. Chris, what do you what, want? Wait a Butter minute. Butter and maple Hold syrup. Hold on. Uh, did Kevin, did you say ketchup? Yeah. On a, on a uh, on a biscuit. Yeah, a bit biscuit and sausage, absolutely. What 100%. in the blue hell is I'm, wrong I'm, with you? Uh, <laughs> That's uh, nothing wrong. I, I, with. I, I can promise you that, that there's a lot of people that put a little ketchup on Well, on then a y'all every last one of y'all listening who does that, you're weird. Mark, wow, Chris, what are you putting gross. on it? Yeah, okay. Are you putting anything on it? All right, so I'll I'll go I'll go straight biscuit and butter. I'll do biscuit, butter, yeah. and honey. Okay. I'll do biscuit, uh, uh, the, butter, the, the, uh, let me, sausage, let me tell you one cheese, thing that, that, egg that, that, that for the sandwich. That, that daddle pepper mustard that Kerry makes yeah. is like yeah, no, that's good. unbelievable yeah, that's on okay. a sausage biscuit. All right, yes. now that right. I can I'm see. I'm for that. Yeah, I, 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 do that. I, would, yeah. I would be like Chris in years past. I'd always use... Like maybe butter, mm-hmm. butter the one side of the biscuit. Yeah, and then Tara and her dad turned me on this. They put strawberry jam. Yep, mm-hmm. on their that. sausage biscuit. I'm going to tell you now, it's taking it to another level. Oh, I'll yeah. take it to another no, level. No, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Take blackberry <laughs> preserves. Okay. And bacon, thick cut bacon on a biscuit. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. now if it's thick cut, but it's boy, a, it better it be thick what? cut. I'm going to turn that down. Yeah. It better yeah. be oh, thick. Oh, you're really right. Bacon, <laughs> son. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Lots of bacon. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that funny, favor? How we, we, yeah. me and you are the same yeah. here. And that if if you can put a, an egg and a piece of cheese on that biscuit, Come on. we switch from the sausage to, to bacon. the bacon. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. No. I, yeah. I got it. And I want the egg to be a little runny. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All down uh, my shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Into my goatee. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, see, that's yeah. where I can't hang because then you got to wipe all that out and you got to wash your face. Oh, no, all that's that the worst. Stuff the worst. I had to do that this morning. Captain. 
Ugh. As you get one of those yeah. in the morning, and you're sitting down there at the boat waiting for your clients, oh, and they Lord. walk up and they go, "Good morning," and you go, "Oh, good morning. How are you?" And one of the guys walks over and he goes, "Hey, man, what's that in your beard?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That's sort of kind of nasty. Oh, that's, that's dinner <laughs> from last that, night. Is that snot from last night? Holy crap! <laughs> no, you just <laughs> don't you look in the mirror at some point in time? <laughs> no, when you're eating a biscuit in the morning, you're not looking in the mirror. No, no, no. Yeah, that might yeah, be the, from last night. That'd be the I'm best part kidding, about having you know? a goatee or a beard. Is yeah. that look? Now you get to enjoy oh, that second time. Oh, all day. You just wow. reach down and oh. get a little lick. You were nasty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nasty. Oh. Oh, I'm sure that egg tastes really good about three hours on that beer. It's kind of crunchy in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, it was runny earlier. That's well done. Uh, expressed uh, not necessarily those of 1010XL 92.5 FM. This is a fishing show, isn't it? Go all right, let's, yeah. let's take Have a break. Talked about <laughs> fishing at all? Yeah. <laughs> let's take a break. Uh, 904-641-1010 <laughs> right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We are live at the Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine. And hey, I need a- to throw a huge thanks out real yeah, quick. Yeah, go um, right ahead. I, I, I took my boat in last week. Um, <laughs> to Wayland Bay because I was going to be gone Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I took it over there on Friday, and I was like, just go through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously. Make sure it's yeah, right. Yep. I had to change out live well pumps, you know, change oil, blah, blah, blah. But just a, a huge thanks, Chad and BJ and all the guys at Wayland Bay for taking care of me. Chad and the boys are great. Yeah, they are. They're really Absolutely. great. Hey, here at the uh, at the tent sale going on at the Fish Bites Trading Post, uh, which is going on all day today until 6 o'clock, They've got great deals, and uh, they also have some speakers that are going to be talking to to the people that uh, would like to gain some knowledge. Uh, Captain Rick Murphy is going to be here. Mr. Dave Farrell is uh, is also scheduled to speak, and Mr. Dave Farrell is joining us now. And I'm excited to have him on because I just was reading your bio. Oh yeah, and uh, it's you, impressive. You, 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 well, wait a minute. <laughs> it is in the fact that you have a bachelor's degree in communications <laughs> and journalism huh. from okay the University of Central Florida. So Correct. we have a professional. Oh, oh Lord, I'm right. amongst right. us here. Yeah. I was the editor of Marlin Magazine for 25 years. That's my, wow. That's my main claim to fame. Well, plus doing that uh, Florida Insider Fishing Report for 18 years now or 20 it's good years. Stuff. It's a long time. Yeah, it's good stuff. Long time. Well, that's great. Where do you live at now? I live in Orlando. Okay. Yeah, when you're, when you're a Marlin fisherman and you live in Florida, it's good to be near a good airport so you can leave Florida. To go where the big go Marlin, where the Marlin are. are. Because, you know, we, you guys are lucky up here in Jacksonville, yep. uh-huh. you probably have the best, one of the best, probably the top two marlin fisheries in Florida. Really? Yeah. The Marlin Club here in St. Augustine, mm-hmm. you know, they catch a lot of blue marlins out there in the summertime. They do. And, you know, Pensacola area, they, you know, they can get out to some pretty good water there. But those are really the only two places in Florida that you can it, really target it, marlin. It, yeah. yeah. And, and just on a sidetrack. Uh-huh. What they have, I, I'm not, not going to say discovered, but in the in the last few years, the wahoo fishery here. Oh, it's been good it, forever. It, yeah, I know it has, but I mean, it's 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 getting noticed now. Yeah? Oh, I yeah. mean, I mean, these guys, you know, high speed and the the the, the wahoo that they're catching now. Yeah, the you last know, hundred time pounders. Last you know, time I, mean, I wahoo fished here, I did a, a TV show, a Sport Fishing Magazine's TV show, and uh, for some reason. We had one day to shoot a TV show, which oh, is ridiculous. Yeah. You, know, you always have to have three or four days. But we came up here, and it was cold. It was in February when you're supposed to be catching them up here. And uh, 
it was slick flat calm oh. that day so we ran out to 60 miles really quick and uh 67 well 27 fathom curve whatever that is yep. here and uh we caught six wahoos that were over 50 pounds in about <laughs> 40 minutes we had the whole show done in 40 it, and minutes. it's yeah. awesome yeah that's it, nice it was real it you know it doesn't work out that way no. very often but it was a it was a good trip yeah it was a good yeah, trip. Yeah, they yeah. got him out there, that's for sure. So I, I was reading your bio, and, and you they say live in Orlando to go where the Marlin bite is anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you founded something called Marlin University. Correct, yeah. What is, what is that? It was a fishing school that uh, uh, it was the only offshore fishing sh- school where you get, actually get on boats and go fishing. Okay, so, so is the, do you have tuition and yeah, books yeah. and uh, Well, I did make books. Board? At first, when I first okay. started, I made a big book because I was the editor of Marlin and Sport Fishing at the same time. So I uh, collected all these articles and put them in a big book, and that was one of the things you got when you came. But we started out going to you know Costa Rica and Guatemala, and before long we were going to Australia and Bermuda and Cape Verde. Every place that I wanted to go, mm-hmm. that's where we went. Wow. Oh, that, <laughs> wasn't that yeah. convenient? Yes, yeah. it was very nice. <laughs> Tax deductible. Yeah, I still hadn't got to go. To, I, I wanted to go to Thailand and Japan. Uh, there's actually some good striped marlin fishing in the southern Japan, Okinawa, and that area. And Thailand's got black marlins and sailfish. And uh, So I, I never got to go out there. But I hit just about every other place that I wanted to go. Uh, folks, uh, Mr. Dave Farrell joining us, been an editor of uh, Marlin Magazine, Sport Fishing Magazine, right? Correct? Yep. Okay, got those two. And then uh, founded Marlin University. What we love talking to people about, uh, and I think it's one of the great things that we get to enjoy through other people, is that their experiences that they had to places maybe we haven't experienced. Oh, yeah. And uh, Kevin and I have both been to some great places. We've been to, you mentioned Costa Rica, uh, I've never been to Guatemala. Uh, I mean, I'd love to go Panama. to Panama. In yep. your travels, the most exciting place you've ever been to is where? Great Barrier Reef, Australia. Wow. No way. Yeah. I've done seven Marlin U's there, and I go back every year if I can find a sugar daddy. You know, it's gonna, <laughs> you know, what what's what's it cost? Well, it depends. I mean, you got you know, a sugar the last, daddy, last trip I did, we did a 10-day trip. Which was liverboard uh, with one guy. It's thirty grand. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ten days. It's three grand a day. Yeah. Which isn't bad. I mean, we caught quite a few black marlins, and it's a place where you can go and catch. Realistically, get a chance to catch a thousand pound fish. And wow. so this is Australia. Yeah. yeah. Everybody that I've talked to that have have had the ability to travel to Australia or New Zealand. They yeah. rave about both of them. Yeah, for, I've never for, got to go to New Zealand. But and I I've imagine heard. it's amazing. Yeah, I've heard that both Big of them are Big swordfish. Yeah, but uh, for one, marlin. one, the fishing, I mean, they're both islands, right? Right. Okay, and, and number two is well, that you speak the language that they do. Right. And right. so it's a little bit easier maybe to communicate and well, get New around. New Zealand's but. beautiful. It's, the whole country's like a state park mm-hmm. from what I imagine. Yeah. Australia is a continent. We you know, said it's an island, but it's, right. it's an island continent. and. The middle of it is nothing. You know, it's a big empty in the middle. Yeah. And uh, just around the edge is where all the people are. So when and you're fishing Great Barrier Reef, you get in the boat, how far do you have to go? Well, the the depends on where you leave from. Like uh, uh, Cairns is 12 to 15 miles to get to the edge. Okay. And then uh, if you go up further, the Ribbon Reef, sometimes you're going 20 miles out. But what we do is we, preferably for the Marlin U's, and if you have a, you know, more than 
six people, what you do is you get a game, couple game boats and a mothership. Mm-hmm. And the mothership stays inside the reef and follows you up as you follow the fish. Because they can be either moving up or down the, right. the edge, depending on which way the wind's blowing. That's, that's so how big would a mothership be, and what are you fishing at? Uh, we're fishing on 45-foot game boats usually. Um, the charter boats there yep. are smaller boats. and um, 45 is smaller? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then the uh, the... The mothership is, you know, depends on how much bread you got. You yeah. know, they're going to right be between 90 and 150 feet. Wow. You know. Awesome. I think that that was. It's amazing. I, 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 it, you know, I've never done much marlin fishing, but I did catch one in Costa Rica several years ago when I, when I was doing a TV show. They're thick right there now. And 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 <laughs> we, were, we were fishing out of center consoles. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, you know, I caught that fish standing up. Yeah, four hundred and fifty pound black. Wow, you know, that's good fish. Yeah, and and uh, I, I want to go back. I mean, it was probably one of the coolest trips my How wife and I How long did it I take ever, you to catch the fish? Yeah, forty five minutes. Yeah, that's you know, yep. a lot of people have. Oh, I don't want to go fish for marlin because I think it's you know it's going to kill me. I don't want to sit in a chair for four or five hours and right. all that. Well, if you're doing that, somebody's not doing something right. I, exactly. You know, because yeah. uh, if you have a boat that moves, you know, the first thing I do when I hook any marlin just about any fish nowadays I've learned that I turn the boat except for a wahoo I turn I turn the boat to the fish right because every second he's on is in his favor yeah that's I right. want to catch that fish quickly mm-hmm. you know I I don't like letting him swim and you know <laughs> oh let's put the drag light no drag kills yeah, that, yeah. we want to catch the fish quick and if we catch him faster it's better for the angler because right. he's not wore out better for the fish if we're letting him go because he can get away you know he turns away a lot stronger than if i fought him for four hours and uh not only that we get to go and catch another one another one yeah absolutely there's the three great things about catching any fish quickly all right so marlin is obviously at the top of your list Uh, you could tell from the excitement when Mm -hmm. you talk about it goosebumps okay Uh all right if if you had to spend a day inshore fishing what would you want to catch and where would you want to go whoa See, I've caught a lot of stuff inshore already, but uh, I would like to go to Argentina <laughs> and catch a golden dorado. Really? That is my bucket list fish right now. Golden dorado. Yes. Okay. It's explain. a salmonoid fish. It looks like a giant salmon. They get fifty pounds inshore. It's a yes, freshwater fish, in, correct? They live in freshwater, yeah. and they're bright gold. Huh. I'll show you a couple pictures of them after. So you could kind of do a two part. You could do the golden dorado and then do some peacock yes, bass fishing correct. down there. Yeah, I don't know if they have them in Argentina. I think you could, the water's pretty do. chilly that they're okay, fishing in Argentina. But I think northern, you know, or you up, just, I know they have them in Colombia. You go dove hunting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Cast yeah, and blast and feather. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Tons of big rainbow steelheads and, and stuff down there. All right, there. so you're, you're doing a seminar here today at the uh, Fish Bites Trading Post. Yes. What are you going to talk about? Well, I'm going to talk about cobia fishing. You know, I grew up in Destin, and that's a big cobia fishery up there. Catch a few out of the Cape. I think we're going to do some stuff on grouper. You know, I, I'm not much of a grouper fisherman, but I play one on TV quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, I, I've caught a few of them. But I'm going to try to do some, uh, you know, jigging stuff and uh, best live baits, and because I like to catch those scamp groupers, they're my, they're my favorite. I you like, like eating catch- them too? Oh, yes. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best He's part the about best catching one. some fish it, it, is eating uh, them. Uh, no doubt. I think that scamp's the best one of them all. All right. So uh, last question before we go. Okay, you're putting uh, butter and honey on your biscuit. <laughs> what do you put first on it? Do you put honey or do you put butter? 
Um, I usually put the butter first. There uh, you go. Because you, yeah, you can get it off the knife easier. <laughs> yeah, there than you the go. Yeah. <laughs> but usually if I'm eating a biscuit, it has a sausage and mustard on it. Yeah, you're mustard, okay. Yep, you go. From Skeeters, Even in the morning or Skeeters, that for a Biggs night? Biscuits, you know, they used to have a place called Skeeters in Gainesville when I had a bunch of friends going to school there, and that's what I'd get. I'd get a giant biscuit with a big sausage patty and mustard. Nice. All right. Pretty good. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks. No worries. Folks, Mr. Dave Farrell, he's going to be uh, doing a seminar right down here at Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine. they got a big spring fling and tent sale going on. Uh, and the address is uh, right off of – I want to make sure I get this correct because I'm everybody Everybody nowadays puts it into Google Maps, okay, oh, yeah. or or the iPhone uh, map app. It's 170 Nick's Boatyard Road, N-I-X. Okay, huge discounts going on for the tent sale today. And we'll be back giving you an updated weather and an updated tides right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And don't forget, folks, at the Nimnik family of dealerships, you always get a best price guarantee. Nimnik will meet or beat any written offer that you bring to them. And you're really wasting your time to go anywhere else because they will always beat any offers because Nimnik does it the right way. Been in business since 1941 for a reason, folks, and, uh, and I can attest to that. And they also have great prices, great people, great service department, and an impeccable body shop. The Nimnik Yoda is a sight to behold. Agreed. Well, uh And, uh, by the way, uh, last few things being done to it. Can't wait for it to get done. Uh, we are live at Fish, Boat, uh, Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine on, I uh, want to make sure I get this correct Come again, on. 170 Nick's Boatyard Road, N-I-X, 170 Nick's Boatyard Road. They've got a tent sale going on and a spring fling tent sale going on, and they have a food truck out there, the ice machine. You can get 40, is it 40 pounds, 40 pounds for three bucks? bucks. Yeah. Three bucks. You yep. kidding me? Yep. Going to do some giveaways today. Yeah. I so, mean, wow. Um, live music. It's going to be nice. Hey, a, 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 last week we had a caller, and we were kind of joking around that, hey, look, uh, this guy uh, did a really good job, you know, Top Gun. You know, he's got to step up, and we didn't hear from Top Gun. Right. Yeah. We uh, we found out, uh, Chris, that Top Gun had what happened? Uh, ruptured appendix. Had a and, ruptured appendix, yeah, which and, can be deadly. Yes, yes and had to be, he had to be to taken, to, taken to the hospital, and uh, it was touch and go for a while. Uh, but we understand that after uh, about a week and a half in the hospital that he is uh, now on the mend and uh, just looking for thoughts and prayers from the uh, Outdoor Show family. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, thinking about you, Top Gun, you and, uh, and everybody uh, say a little prayer for Top Gun and I hope to hear from you and hear a we joke. We love yep. you. You know? Yeah, we miss you. Definitely miss you, and uh, it's uh, it's always great to hear from you. So uh, I, I keep getting been, better. I had people text me last week, dude. Yeah. We're stop good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do an updated weather. Brought to you by. I the got it. Windy. <laughs> <laughs> blowing. <laughs> blowing. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, and think about it. Now let's, let's do the tides. <laughs> yeah, now let's North, do the tides. It's going Southeast. up and it's going down. 15 yeah, to 20. It, Every uh, day. 15 to 20 today, 15 to 20 tomorrow, and the next. Well, that's and about right. I mean, and the next. 15 to 20 today, <laughs> uh, 15 tomorrow oh, at the southeast. Yeah. Monday's going to be actually a little little doable. Okay. Yeah, yeah. East, southeast, 5 to 10. 
At least but it'll be nice to fish inshore on oh Monday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Tuesday south winds, 5 to 10 knots. Mm-hmm. Might sneak out That's there and a get a good bait or day. two. Okay. And then Wednesday. Give it to us. North winds around 15 <laughs> knots. <laughs> Didn't you say 25? Didn't you use the inland? Yeah. 25? Yeah, you were talking about 30-mile-hour gust. Okay. The inland forecast, and this is real. Okay. This is uh, for real now. Okay. Today's <laughs> forecast, uh-huh. east winds 15 to 20. Miles per hour, okay? And then the other ones were knots because that was your offshore report. But you're going to have gusts up to 30 miles per hour today. Tomorrow, you're going to have... uh, (laughs) It's almost laughable. It is. East winds 10 to 15 with gusts to 20 to 25. I'm going to do... I'm going to go by Walmart today and get me a kite. That's a good idea. Next time I go out, I'm going to throw a kite out. Might be a great thing to do. Yep. You know? Might be an absolutely great thing to do. And a big wheel. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) On the back deck of the boat. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, well, let's do a Tides Report brought to you by Angie Subs. Best sub shop in Jacksonville. The only sub shop. Uh, yeah. It's, it, I actually was there twice this week. I went once and had uh, with my dad. My dad, by the way, loves Angie Subs. Well, you know what it is? <laughs> it's a gourmet. Runs in the family, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a gourmet <laughs> sub shop. Mm-hmm. It my, really is. It's I, a gourmet. My dad is 81 years old, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, Mr. Ed Malin, my dad had a whole goal. He said, you know, I've lost some weight. I want to, I want to gain some weight while we're here. I said, you've come to the right place, yep, Dad. Yep, yep. Yep. Hang, hang out with me for a day. That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Changes mind real fast. Yeah, we're, hey, Dad, eat your eggs. fries. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to tell him that. I'm going to tell you, it, it was almost embarrassing how many fries he ate. <laughs> You took him on a 20-mile bike ride? No, that was collapsed, we only know? did five miles. Oh. That's why he got the energy to do an additional 12 after Angie's was because he had the fries. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, fries man. in Jacksonville. All right, the tides for today at the Mayport Bar Pilot Dock, a 9.09 a.m. low tide we had uh, a little less than an hour ago at 3.25 p.m. It's going to be a high tide, and that's going to be a 4.13. Now, my question to you guys with this east wind gusting to 30 miles an hour, right. what does that do to a high tide at 325? Makes the water really dirty. <laughs> and, and, Choppy. And, you know, I mean, I would just add a half a foot. It's not – Yeah, you, know, you, don't, you don't have much um, – you know, the, the, the moon is, is waning right now, so you don't have a whole lot of uh, – elements going on to make a really high tide it's not going to change it that much it's not going to flood no it's not going no flood. no by no means okay yeah uh just a big thank you uh to a lot of different people first of all the folks at fish bites for yes. having us down here for this tent sale that they have going on uh, also to uh, our guests that we had on uh, mr dave farrell who Marty. is going to be yep. doing a presentation and then marty who works here at fish bites uh great great conversations uh, with them, and then this is going on all day until 6 p.m. Yeah, they're going to give away some stuff and have sure. live music, the food truck. Also, uh, to our listeners, you know, we always get great feedback on social media. Sean actually sent us a message via the uh, Instagram, and he said, hey, did you know that Aaron Lewis, which is the concert I'm going to on yep. Wednesday, he said, did you know that he's an outdoor man? Uh, turkey hunting and fishing are some of his favorites. Absolutely, yeah, man. Sure. I love he, that. He, that. He sings about it. Yeah, but thank you for, for yep. chiming in on that. And uh, uh, Teresa says that Captain Chris Stevens has some of the best honey in Florida. Have you guys gotten any of Chris's honey? I'm, nope. I'm, I'm never got a jar of Stevens. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know he nope, made honey. I, I didn't know I, 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 I'm, I'm supposed to see him today. So, so he's I'll a beekeeper? 
Huh? He must be a beekeeper. <laughs> if he's a beekeeper. Well, uh, he probably gets like that extra stuff that comes out of beer. You know? Yeah. They, you know what Hops I'm saying? And barley? Yeah, exactly. Mixed. You know? Sounds right, like, so, yeah. so you need to ask him I am why he's kids. holding out on us. Yeah, no kidding. Right? I bet they put honey in beer. Don't they have honey beer? Yeah, absolutely they absolutely. do. Absolutely. That's probably where he gets it from. I don't know. Budweiser honey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, yeah. but it, it, we appreciate everybody's feedback and especially uh, – reaching out to us on our social media accounts, our Facebook and Instagram. And if, if you didn't get a, a, an opportunity this week, uh, check out our Facebook page because there was some pretty cool posts that we had this week. And go all the way back to Monday's post. Scotty Brown had an 11-pound 11 11 pound yeah, fish that I he shocked from – The, uh, the video is the best, though, Jeff. Well, we got well, Kev, uh, uh, Scotty's bass okay, yep. that was shocked up down there at the Tringali Barn. Yep. All right. And then uh, uh, the pictures of mine and my dad's bike ride through yeah. Iwana is, yeah. is fantastic, awesome. And then Ricky Papor caught this Goliath grouper that was in the two to three hundred pound range, and it was ridiculously big. <laughs> check this out, folks. If you haven't been to our Facebook or Instagram page, check that out. And then yesterday, and, the, and by the way, and they found a cassette of Molly Hatchet in it. Uh, <laughs> yes, they did, and it was flirting with disaster. The album. All right, I got an update on the honey. Okay. Yes. Um, his dad has the bees. Oh. Ah. So, he yeah. He's a beekeeper. Yeah. Well, why haven't we been I told this? I have no idea. Been holding Dude, out. I've known Chris Stevens for 30 years. Boy, I've given out a lot of intel. I should get a quart. No kidding. I I'm need with a quart you. jar. And now, uh, by the way, check out the video of the mama turkey protecting her little bitties from guana that was posted yesterday on our Facebook and Instagram. And, and we appreciate everybody. Yep. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. It yeah, has thanks, been. thanks to Fish Bites for having us. And uh, folks, remember anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next Saturday, yes, same we will. time, uh, not same place. We'll be back in studio yeah, we will. with Mr. Chris Wayne because he's cooking breakfast next week. <laughs> yeah, he is. Boy, that'll be yeah, a shock. That's right. Biscuits with yeah. butter Come and hell then or high honey water, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> You'll get like a spoon. Don't even bring the honey, Chris. Yeah. All right, boys. All right, buddy. See you. See you. I got drinks in the cooler I got some baby